Today we are going to take up our pharmaceutical issue again. This is the second webinar on the pharmaceutical issue, an issue that nobody likes to talk about, but which affects us all, which affects our health, our well-being, everything. So today we're going to take up this issue. Sadly, other people are so busy talking about foreign policy that they don't take up these important issues which only PIED does. So I thank my panel for being here. Um, we've got Mr. Asim Rauf, um, or maybe CEO of Drug Regulatory Authority. I think he's not here. In his place, we've got Ubaidullah Saab from the National Drug Regulatory Authority, DRAP. We are very happy DRAP has joined us. We've got Aisha Tami Haq again, the Executive Director of the Pharma Bureau. <clears throat> We've got Usman Khalid Wahid, CEO of Ferozans, a very well-known personality in this industry. Salman Burney, the former CEO of GSK, another very well-known pharma person who knows the pharma industry very well. We've got Khalid Mahmood, the CEO of Gets Pharma. And then we've got, of course, our own drug expert, a pharma expert, I should say, Shahid Mahmood. Shahid Mahmood, to begin with, do you have anything to say before we go to the panel? Uh, Asalaamu Alaikum all. Uh, thank you, Dr. Saab. Uh, yes, uh, I would like to go briefly through a few uh, things. Okay, uh, in, the first, in the first webinar, I'll, uh, we discussed the fundamental issues that have been facing the industry. Uh, now, I, I'm very happy that we have a larger panel now and more experts uh, from the industry. So I'm just going to go through, uh, briefly go through some of the questions that can point a way towards the future. Uh, for solving the issues of this industry. Uh, now, we've already gone through the fundamentals that underpin the industry in the first webinar. If uh, somebody hasn't seen it, it's already, uh, it's available on the social media. Uh, you can see it there. Uh, so it's time to discuss the issues and questions that could point a way towards a better future. Uh, I'll briefly go through some of the important issues. Now, one of the biggest issue is policy consistency. Uh, we discussed how pricing uh, for example, it's a very contentious issue. It's one of the biggest issues, but there doesn't seem to be any consistency in that kind of in that policy. In the last five years, we've had two pricing policies, and it's after the intervention of the Supreme Court. It's not that the industry or the draft could sit together and point towards uh, uh, and uh, sort out this issue. It's only after the intervention of the Supreme Court that the issue was there. They uh, settled upon a formula for pricing. So, uh, and if you see on the DRAP's website, there are so many SROs. So, will there ever be consistency in policies like pricing, or will there, and or will it keep running on SROs? Uh, then, when will the decisions become de decentralized enough so that the important decisions like pricing are no 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 more political decisions. Basically, it's a political cabinet has to give approval. It has to have cabinets not. Uh, so when will it be decentralized? Would DRAP be able to solve issues like lag in drug approvals or issues like toll manufacturing? Uh, in the last webinar, we discussed that toll manufacturing in India in our neighbor, it's equivalent to around $36 billion. But in Pakistan, it's uh, 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 regulators, uh, have been especially averse to this issue for some reason. Can you, tell us what toll, can you tell us what toll manufacturing is? Uh, toll manufacturing, it's uh, a 
I, I, I would leave it. Uh, honestly, I'd leave it to the industry officials. They are in a better position to tell you that. Uh, I'll just go through the questions. I'm sorry, but uh, industry would be in a better position to discuss this thing. Okay. Will we see more open dialogue between the regulated government and the industry in the future? Uh, does government or its regulator have any long-term plans for addressing the outstanding issues or for increasing the investment in this sector? Uh, I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one, but maybe there is. Has there ever been an attempt by the government to determine why despite uh, more than 770, that's what we were told in the last webinar, that there are 700 above, in fact, 772 manufacturing units. But uh, the, there is persistent shortages of drugs every year, and many of them are life-saving. Why are they so persistent if you have so many manufacturing units? Has there ever been an attempt uh, to analyze this issue. Where is it coming from? Why persistently? And what can be done about it to avoid these kind of issues in the future? And this is despite the fact that the government's uh, attempts have always been to keep the prices of uh, medicines low. But on the other hand, what the PBS, Pakistan Bureau of Statistics tells us, is that the out-of-pocket expenditures of medicine have kept increasing. So obviously the policy is not working. Then uh, there are uh, issues of uh, recurring incidences of substandard medicines. It's a small portion. It's not. It's honestly blown out of air. It's uh, by the media. It's a small portion, but still, it does occur. Those instances. So, what would it take? Uh, what kind of policy would it? Uh, what kind of action would it take to stop these kind of instances? Instances because they are life-threatening substandard medicines. They can threaten lives. They can kill people. We have seen that in the. Uh, we have seen that before. Now, and another question, very important one: What would it take to increase the research and development and innovation in this sector? Uh, now, remember, in the last webinar, we discussed that under the 1976 Act, there is a central research fund (CRS), which the government under which the government charges one percent of gross revenue from the. Uh, pharmaceutical sector but uh, despite that despite charging this much since 1976 uh, the state of infrastructure is not something to one can be uh, happy about there are only 12 drug testing labs in the country and not a single FDA approved lab which is the gold standard uh, at the international level so where does all that money go there is no transparency about that uh, money, how much has been uh, accumulated till now, where, is there, where has it been spent, nobody knows. There was only one report back in 2007, and it said that government had about 480 million rupees in that account. Now, but nobody knows where it is spent, and if it is spent at all. So these are uh, the, some of the outstanding issues. Uh, we've discussed already discussed the fundamental problems of the industry and its structure in the first webinar. So it's hap as I said, I'm happy to have a larger panel over here and a draft representative too, because we can Good. get their point of view too. Good chat, sir. Let's go then. I think Obedullah, sir, if you allow me, I'll come to you after I take some of the industry people so that you can then comment on them together. So let's begin with Salman Burney, a veteran of the pharmaceutical industry. Salman Saab, can you please look at these issues that came out of the last webinar? We have 770 pharmaceutical manufacturers 
All the multinationals have run, but we are not surprised because the multinationals never really leave anything behind. They only take profits. Um, but these 770 people are too many. Why are they not producing um, uh, an industry that's worth talking about? We've still got a basically an assembly industry, if I'm not wrong. We haven't got a pharmaceutical industry. You just take molecules from somewhere and put them together. So Salman Sab, can you go first and I'll go to the rest. Assalamualaikum Nadeem uh, and everybody else. I think Nadeem, uh, before I come to your comment, because there are some uh, issues that I have with that, I think just uh, going back a little bit, I think uh, you, you mentioned that the pharmaceutical industry, the multinationals have run. In fact, actually that's not true. The multinationals were the first in this country and most of them have stayed. Um, they've changed their business model in a way that I think is not necessarily beneficial for Pakistan. Uh, there are f a few who are very substantial manufacturers and probably produce something like something like 50 or 55 percent of the volume of drugs sold in this country and about 40 percent by value. So they usually are below average market price in terms of the uh, unit price per, uh, for these drugs. So they, they do provide cheap drugs in this country. So the multinationals are very much part of the landscape here. Um, coming back to your points, uh, you said something like 700 companies, 770 companies operate in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. uh, that is not necessarily a good thing because what you have is a lot of sub-scale manufacturers operating who then have to cut some form of uh, cost in some way, some corners to actually remain compliant with global uh, standards of manufacturing. I think the industry by and large is... Uh, you know, sort of managed, or if you like, the volume is substantially with about 50 to 75 companies. My information is a bit dated, but I think depending on what cutoff you take, something like about 80% of the value and the volume would be with about 70 companies. So it's um, not necessarily a good thing to have another 700 subscale manufacturers, which perhaps account for some of the problems that we have in the country. Um, I think Shahid Saab mentioned that uh, there is no pricing policy uh, or there is no consistent uh, pricing policy. I think uh, that's certainly a key issue. I would have phrased it differently that there has been consistent price control and there has consistently been no effort to drive or drive a policy that is uh, beyond price control. Um, the rationale for price control again, I think is, is, is flawed because the basis for price control in any country is to ensure affordability and access to affordable medicines. Um, if you have irrational price control beyond the point, it impacts on availability and access. And when drugs become impossible to produce at a profit, none of these 772 companies can produce them. If they are manufactured, they're smuggled out to neighboring markets. And that's why you get drug shortages in the country most of the time. Uh, any attempt to uh, control prices has to be predicated on what is a threshold of affordability. At some level of price, things are affordable to people. In a country where it, it costs you something like a rupee a minute to talk on a cell phone, um, and about 170 people can afford that, uh, the same country you have price control even for drugs which are below 50 pesos a unit and maybe one rupee a day, you know, treatment cost. That is irrational. And when you get to those kinds of price controls, you have access issues, production shortages, and, uh, you know, uh, smuggling across borders. Um, 
there was a comment earlier about toll manufacturing. Toll manufacturing is essentially uh, getting your product manufactured under license and under some quality control checks by people who have spare capacity. Uh, the responsibility for ensuring quality lies jointly on the toll manufacturer and the license holder. It is necessary to do that quite often because not every company can manufacture every type of product, every type of dosage. Uh, yet, for some reason, toll manufacturing is generally not possible in Pakistan. I say generally because the policy has varied. It, there was a very sane toll manufacturing policy enshrined in the original Drug Act. And then I think somewhere in the mid-90s, it got sidestepped, or oh, sorry, in the late, uh, late 90s, it got sidestepped. And now I think we have a very inconsistent position. So there are a number of issues. I think the sad part is that this industry has an innate advantage in that Pakistan has a large population and a heritage of pharmaceutical manufacturing, which is not there in many markets of the world. And we are consistently failing to leverage that, uh, that opportunity, whereas similar countries, uh, countries similar to ourselves, have actually done that very successfully, uh, case in point being Bangladesh. So I think an industry with tremendous potential uh, requires some sane and logical thinking and analysis um, to take it out of the realm of politics uh, into the realm of patient benefit and commercial benefit as well. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, um, uh, I think very good introductory remarks. Let's uh, come to Mr. Uh, Khaled Mahmood, Gets Pharma. I've heard a lot of good things about Gets Pharma. Gets Pharma is supposed to be one of our largest, if I'm not mistaken. Khaled Saab, what's your take on why uh, your industry still remains a very primitive industry? Khaled Mahmood Saab, hai? So Khaled Mahmood Saab, I haven't joined yet, sir. I haven't joined yet, okay. Then we'll come to Feroz Sons, Usman Wahid. Feroz Sons is also a very old, very large pharmaceutical. Usman Vahid has a very good reputation. Usman Saab, can you tell us about your primitive industry? Is it more than a cottage industry or are we just feeding a cottage industry? Thank you, Dean um, Saab. It's, it's certainly more than a primitive cottage industry. Uh, some of the problems uh, Salman Saab has already raised. It's an industry that's been sort of underwhelmingly performing well below its actual potential. As, uh, uh, as Mr. Bernie pointed out, we have no shortage of talented human resources in the country, particularly around pharma. And the industry itself is one of the country's largest uh, employers of, uh, of university graduates. So it, despite its uh, uh, relatively small size, $3 billion for a country of 220 million is really a pittance. Uh, it's performing a very vital, very important role. As has been pointed out already, it's, it's certainly true that uh, for this size of market, maybe 70 or 800 manufacturers is perhaps too large a number. And uh, one of the reasons has been historically that uh, the regulator, whether it was the Ministry of Health before, and then the Drug Regulatory Authority, um, either was not equipped with the capacity or the mandate to focus on the technical regulation of drugs. Because pricing is such a heavily politicized issue, it almost completely overshadows everything else in a discussion about the healthcare industry. Uh, that's how the, the regulator has also responded to political pressure, public pressure, by focusing on pricing and not enough of building its capacity to technically regulate uh, the industry. 
Having said all that, I mean, there are a lot of positives uh, even today. You have more than a handful of uh, manufacturers that are, uh, in fact, Mr. Khalid Mahmood is not here. His, his plant is uh, PIX approved. PIX is, is, is an international consortium of highly regulated countries. We have plants that are on the way or in the final stages of uh, MHRA, you know, the UK approval. Uh, multiple companies that are WHO pre-qualified or on the way to pre-qualification. And even the government side, there has been a lot of change. So if you look at GRAP today, particularly on the drug registration front, the capacity has increased tremendously. Our uh, um, regulatory officers have gone to the US FDA for training multiple times. The number of questions we answer as applicants today are far more detailed, uh, technically sound than we did 15 years ago when you used to be able to get a registration on a piece of paper. Things have changed. Of course, there are still large capacity gaps in biologics and vaccines. There's a big gap to be filled. I think our technical um, uh, expertise in that front you know, has to be improved. And because we don't have these expertises, for many sophisticated drugs, the registration process, in fact, across the board, it's very uh, tedious. But particularly for new drugs or new classes of drugs like vaccines, biologics, I think we are far behind uh, our neighboring countries in the progress that, that we could demonstrate. The pricing policy of 2018, uh, even though it was approved by the um, Supreme Court of Pakistan, it's still being litigated today. In fact, the amendments that took place in that uh, policy just you know, last month, because again, it's an over-politicized issue. As a result, as a result your industry uh, has been very haphazard. It's an industry that doesn't require any subsidies or grants, but yet, um, you know, often the focus is almost exclusively on drug as the problem. But if you look at new drugs being registered, um, since the last two years, not a single new molecule has made it to market. And that is not because of DRAP. DRAP has already technically qualified these drugs, vaccines, they have priced them, but the last stage is the, the federal cabinet. And since November of 2018, not a single new drug pricing approval has been um, granted by the cabinet, federal cabinet. Uh, so these are issues that are extremely difficult to explain because they're very counter logical. They make often no sense at all. They cost heavily in terms of real human lives being impacted. So as a result of this two-year moratorium on new drugs coming to market, you have vaccines that people have been deprived of. You have multiple deaths taking place because of the shortages of these vaccines. You have cancer drugs that are not available to patients in this country. And yet uh, there seems to be no progress whatsoever. But exactly where we were two years ago today on this front. So when you talk about innovation, uh, you know, upstream or downstream expansion within the industry, the regulatory environment has to at least enable it. We're not asking for any support. We're just asking that the industry be allowed to do its job. Very briefly, I think sir, these are some of the issues that, uh, and I would agree with what Mr. Bernie said. That even today, you have 24 multinationals in this country. If you were to, and a lot of the innovation will come from partnering with companies like, like these 24 multinationals. Uh, to allow that to happen, the regulatory framework has to be far more supportive. Again, FDA drug approved, it should not take more than a few weeks for a domestic approval to follow. And if Pakistan were to do just that one thing, it would attract the attention of multinationals across the globe. It would make them look at Pakistan differently as an investment destination, as a partnering destination. And if you couple that with um, an enabling contract manufacturing uh, policy, then these, you know, 15, 20, manufacturers that are doing a very fine job here in Pakistan already would find willing partners in these multinationals to produce for them, not just for Pakistan, but for regional exports to send to other developing countries and even someday some developed markets.
I think you're on mute, uh, Nadim sir. Absolutely. Thank you, Usman sir. Aisha, can you please tell us, we talked to you last time as well, why, you know, I, I know you represent the large multinational pharmaceuticals. Uh, why is their presence declining in the country? Why are they not investing more in the country? And uh, once again, all these issues that we are talking about, toll manufacturing, approvals, a weak regulatory framework. What are your take? What is your take on that? Then I can go to Badullah Sahab to sum this up and take it forward. Um, I think uh, Mr. Salman Bernie and uh, Mr. Osman Khalid Wahid have really articulated all the problems. Uh, if you look at uh, the multinationals in Pakistan, uh, as Usman said, there's, um, there are 24 uh, multinational companies now. There used to be about 40. Uh, the reason, of course, as Shahid put it, was is that you ha we have a very inconsistent policy framework. Either we had no policy, or now that there is a policy, it keeps dropping and changing. No company can do business. No one can do business unless there's some sort of certainty. You have to know what's going to happen one, two, three, four years down the line so that you can plan your business activities. You can decide on the kind of investments you want to make and, and what you want to do in a particular country. So I think if we have a, a good and consistent policy, uh, as both of them have said earlier, and I said last time when we had this um, webinar that you know, there is absolutely no reason why people would not invest in Pakistan. You've got 220 plus million population. You've got a, a large urban uh, middle class. You've got um, an educated uh, class that, that can run and operate and work on these, these plants. So there's a lot of opportunity here. I think the one thing that we need to focus on, and I'm sure Dr. Bedullah will have a lot to say on this, is, is the question of accessibility. If you do not make medicines available to your patients, if they cannot access them, there is no point in having 770 companies. There's no point in having, you know, 24 MNCs or even 100 good companies in Pakistan. These medicines have to be made available to people. They've, they've got to be able to go out and buy them and access them. And to do that, you have to put a good regulatory framework in place so that medicines can be manufactured. They are available in the stores. And... You don't keep hearing KG shortages here, shortages here, shortages here. Uh, I want to tell you that uh, we're already towards the middle, well, the middle of August exactly. And uh, in another couple of months, you're going to get what, what's known as flu season. And uh, following coughs and colds, influenza, all this. And there's going to be a huge shortage of drugs because there has been no meeting with the Drug Regulatory Authority and the Narcotics Control uh, Division uh, to allocate what is known as the quotas for uh, psychotropic drugs. And unless those are allocated, you can't start manufacturing cough and cold meds. You can't, you, there, there are a hundred things that can't be done. So we, we need to get serious about this. You know, there, is an, there are timelines, there are agendas. And unless we follow those timelines and agendas, there will always be problems and always be shortages. So I, I really feel that uh, if everybody just did their job, we wouldn't be sitting here, you know, bemoaning the fate of the country, the fate of the industry, the fate of everything. Um, as Osman said, the draft has been, uh, you know, good. They, a lot of work has been done. They've approved all their prices. They've sent them. Cabinet hasn't approved them. But there are other problems. You don't have a permanent CEO. 
We have a temporary CEO, so no decisions are made. Uh, the DRAB does not operate as an autonomous body. The, the directors of the DRAB, Dr. Obedullah is the case in point, their appointments lapse every few months. And then for weeks and weeks and weeks, no appointment is made, so no work is done. These things all need to be regularized. You need to have a proper, well-oiled running machinery, which is the regulator. The regulator does his job, make sure that there's no counterfeit, make sure you know, that plants run according to specs, make sure all these things are done. You get, you know, things are done properly. Take pricing away and depoliticize it. Take it to the Ministry of Commerce, depoliticize this. We understand that a whole process of review is now happening in the government. They're going to relook at all the drug laws. They're going to re, uh, rework them to make sure that all these bottlenecks are removed. But that's going to take a very long time. In the meanwhile, work towards that. Have that as your goal in, in mind and, and start working towards it. But unless you know people are serious about this, uh, Nadim, nothing is going to change, nothing is going to happen. I mean, we just keep talking about the same thing. We, a few weeks ago, we said all these things, and now a few weeks later, here we are again, saying exactly the same stuff. Great. Thank you, Naomi. Thank you. Well, um, we should be talking of new things all the time, but that depends on our research and our ability to understand new issues. Dr. Abdullah Saab, you have a question. Dr. Saab, so many issues have come up. But let me also say $3 billion, Dr. Saab. In a country of 220 million people, a GDP of 300 something billion dollars. Dr. Saab, $3 billion is minuscule. Do we even have an industry or I go back to my old provocative statement. This is a cottage industry. And why are we trying to worry about this cottage industry? And then all these things about cabinet approvals. Why do we need a cabinet approval? Why, why do, why can't, why can't draft get its act together? But I hear Doctor. Thank you very much. And Bismillah Rahman Rahim. In fact, uh, uh, before directly going to the points, okay, highlight just overview a karna what was before draft and those are draft bunny uske baat humne kya ab tak safar some has been shared by Usman Khalid Hayd as well but just to sum up when uh, it was drug act 1976 which was the law of the land till 2012 and only drugs and biologicals pharmaceuticals and biologicals were the commodities which were regulated under this act and then it was fought and draft act 2012 was promulgated and canvas has been um, widened to the drugs biologicals pharmaceuticals medical devices and some of the alternative medicines as well now coming to the point introduction a lot of issues definitely issues are very much there but uh, start path we are, there are about 770 pharmaceutical units working in the Pakistan. Yes, these were 770, but after the work of draft, which industries as it GMP compliance so all these units have been shut down, and the now total number of the industry is six to nine. Six hundred and twenty-nine industries are working in Pakistan formulation industry and by a lot we can say industry baseline infrastructure for meet that the industry some some industries are producing substandard medicines so 
तो 2009 में इट इज 7% स्टिल अ लिटिल बिट हम एक हायर साइड पे हैं अब इसमें ये डिस्कस करना कि गवर्नमेंट की पॉलिसीज डेफिनेटली वो एक इंपॉर्टेंट रोल रखती हैं बट देयर आर सम अदर फैक्टर्स एज वेल अगर हम उनको आउटलाइन करें बिकॉज़ नाउ इट इज एन इरा जहां पे एक शिफ्ट आ चुका है फ्रॉम द कन्वेंशनल डोजेज फॉर्म से नोवेल फूड मैन्युफैक्चरिंग बहुत अच्छे तरीके से इस्मान साहब ने बताया कि वैक्सीन्स आर बायोलॉजिकल इट इज एन इरा देयर इज एन अप्रोच इन द इंटरनेशनल सिनेरियो दैट बाय द ईयर 2035 30% ऑफ द ट्रीटमेंट्स विल बी द बायोलॉजिकल बेस्ड हमें उन चीजों को ज्यादा बेहतर तरीके से ओरिएंटेशन में लाना पड़ेगा बट फॉर दैट पर्पस वी हैव टू हैव सम एडवांस टेक्नोलॉजीज एज़ वेल हमारी इस वक्त हमारी जो बेस मोस्ट ऑफ द फार्मास्यूटिकल इंडस्ट्री है वो स्टिल ऑपरेट कर रही है सम बेसिक लाइन इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर और टेक्नोलॉजी पे एंड सम दीस ऑल फार्मूलेशंस आर वेरी हाई टेक फार्मूलेशंस एंड दीस नीड सम एडवांस टेक्नोलॉजीज सो इंडस्ट्री नीड टू कम अप विद सम एडवांस टेक्नोलॉजीज एट द सेम टाइम हमारा जो एचआर का फैक्टर है ऑल्दो केट्स इंप्रूविंग बट दिस स्पेस पे इंडस्ट्रीज दुनिया में बढ़ रही हैं टेक्नोलॉजीज आ रही हैं तो हमें अपने एचआर फैक्टर्स को भी अपग्रेड करना होगा वन ऑफ द वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फैक्टर है दैट इज द सप्लाई चेन नाउ अगर हम बात करें एपीआई की एक्स्ट्रा फार्मास्यूटिकल इंग्रेडिएंट्स की पाकिस्तान इज स्टिल हेविली इंपोर्टिंग ऑल द एपीआईज फ्रॉम द आइदर चाइना और इंडिया अनटीएनएलएस हमारा एपीआई का इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर एक्टिव फार्मास्यूटिकल इंग्रेडिएंट का इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर लोकल बेस्ड नहीं होगा इट इज स्लाइटली डिफिकल्ट फॉर द कंट्री टू कोप अप ऑल दोस सिचुएशन उसके लिए डेफिनेटली बोथ इंडस्ट्री एंड लार्जली गवर्नमेंट एज वेल गवर्नमेंट शुड डिवाइस सच पॉलिसीज एंड इंसेंटिवाइज करना होगा वन शुड वन थिंग इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट दैट द फार्मास्यूटिकल्स आर बेसिकली केमिकल्स एंड ऑल द केमिकल इंडस्ट्रीज जितनी भी पाकिस्तान में बेसलाइन रखती हैं उनको हमें स्ट्रेंथन करना होगा अनटीएनएलएस केमिकल इंडस्ट्री ग्रो नहीं करती हमें फार्मास्यूटिकल की एक्टिव फार्मास्यूटिकल इंग्रेडिएंट की मैन्युफैक्चरिंग को उसी तरीके से आगे लेके चलना होगा इसी तरीके से वन ऑफ द वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट पॉइंट इज द आरएनडी रिसर्च एंड डेवलपमेंट जो कि प्रोबेबली वन ऑफ द अवर कोहोस्ट हैज शेयर्ड डेफिनेटली वी हैव हैड लार्ज अमाउंट ऑफ large amount pending in our r&d fund but the main bottleneck is the drug research rules 1978 jo ke drac is willing to amend all these things ke hum inko invest kare r&d activities mein taki hamari hamari jo local industry ki r&d activities hai wo better ho anti unless hamari rules amendment nahi hoti hum usko nahi kar payenge shuru mein shahid sahab ne ek cheez share ki jo ke shayad theek nahi thi and that is the laboratories ki कि पाकिस्तान में कोई भी एफडीए अप्रूव लेबोरेटरी नहीं है पहली बात तो यह है कि एफडीए लेबोरेटरीज को अप्रूव नहीं करता इट इज नॉट द डोमेन ऑफ एफडीए इट इज द डब्ल्यूएचओ हु एग्रीडेट्स द लेबोरेटरीज एंड वी आर फॉर्चूनेट एनफ दैट फोर ऑफ पाकिस्तान लेबोरेटरीज आर डब्ल्यूएचओ प्री एग्रीडेटेड थ्री इन द गवर्नमेंट सेक्टर एंड वन इन द प्राइवेट सेक्टर एंड फिफ्थ लैब जो कि कराची में हमारी है दैट लैब विल बी एग्रीडेटेड होपफुली विद इन 6 मंथ्स टू 9 मंथ्स पीरियड तो पाकिस्तान में पांच डब्ल्यूएचओ एक्रीडेटेड लैब्स होंगी एट द सेम टाइम वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट पॉइंट इज द ट्रैक्स इटसेल्फ इंटरनेशनल एक्रीडेशन अनटीएनएलएस रेगुलेटेड विल नॉट बी एक्रीडेटेड बाय द इंटरनेशनल बॉडीज देन इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट सो जस्ट मैं आपको ऐड अप कर रहा हूं कि ड्रैप हैज ऑलरेडी स्टार्टेड दिस एक्रीडेशन प्रोसेस 2 इयर्स बैक एंड कंप्लाइड विद टू लेवल्स एंड थर्ड 
जो लेवल है ड्रैक की एक्रीडेशन का दैट विल बी होल्ड इन बाय द एंड ऑफ 2021 एंड वी डू होप कि हम 2021 के एंड तक ड्रैक पाकिस्तान जो है वो डब्ल्यूएचओ से एक एक्रीडेटेड बॉडी होगा रादर वी विल बी डब्ल्यूएलए स्टेटस हम एक्वायर कर लेंगे वर्ल्ड लिस्टेड अथॉरिटीज रेगुलेटरी अथॉरिटीज सो ऑल दीस थिंग्स और जो ऑन द ट्रैक ऑफ इंटरनेशनलाइजेशन है ग्रोथ ऑफ फार्मास्यूटिकल सेक्टर में प्ले रोल प्ले करेंगे एक जो चीज बात हुई आउट ऑफ पॉकेट एक्सपेंडिचर दैट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वी आर वी आर अ कंट्री जो के 220 मिलियन पीपल हैं एंड शुरू में ही बताया गया कि हमारा जो आउट ऑफ पॉकेट एक्सपेंडिचर है वो ज्यादा होता जा रहा है डे बाय डे अब डेफिनेटली गवर्नमेंट को ये तमाम चीजें सामने रखते हुए डिसीजन मेकिंग करनी है कि आउट ऑफ पॉकेट एक्सपेंडिचर के सामने रखते हुए ऑल्दो गवर्नमेंट हैज स्टार्टेड इंश्योरेंस पॉलिसीज एज वेल जो सेहत सेहत सहूलत कार्ड है बट इवन देन जो एक मिडिल इनकम पर्सन है वो स्टिल रिलाई कर रहा है उस पे आउट ऑफ पॉकेट एक्सपेंडिचर है एंड ये तमाम कंसिडरेशन मौजूद हैं एंड आई डू एग्री विद दी आयशा के जब तक प्रिडिक्टेबिलिटी मॉडल नहीं होगा इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू डू द बिजनेस एंड definitely government is working and pharma bureau and ppma both are on the uh, that very platform jisme ye discussions is waqt ho rahi hain ke hame karna ke hame same level pe seventh level playing field ho aur jisme predictability model ko determine kiya ja sake at the same time baat hui shortages ki main yahan pe ek cheez bade candidly share karna cha raha hu ki jo shortages ka issue hai it's not in pakistan it is the whole world scenario ab isme definitely kuch cheeze aisi hain jo hamari local scenario ke sath linked hain and some things are linked with the international scenario aaj bhi agar hum dekhen duniya ke bahut sare mulkon mein ye shortages ke issues exist karte hain but governments are still drawing in the world ke wo apne different scenario se isko cope up kare यहाँ पे एक बात हुई लाइफ सेविंग ड्रग्स की शॉर्टेज की तो इससे मैं कतन एग्री नहीं करता बिकॉज एक तो बात यह है कि देर इज नथिंग टर्म लाइक ऑफ लाइफ सेविंग एवरी ड्रग इज लाइफ सेविंग इफ यू हैव ए फीवर तो इन दैट वेरी कंडीशन पैरासिटामोल इज लाइफ सेविंग फॉर यू अब इंपॉर्टेंट बात यह है यस देर इज शॉर्टेज ऑफ सम ऑफ द ड्रग अगर हम इसकी कैटेगराइजेशन करें तो इसको थ्री मेजर कैटेगरीज में हम क्लासीफाई कर सकते हैं शॉर्टेजेस को वन इज दर्फन ड्रग वो दवाइयाँ जो के यूज होती हैं बहुत बहुत कम पॉपुलेशन के लिए एंड दैट इज नॉट अवेलेबल इन दैट वेरी पॉपुलेशन फ्रीली अवेलेबल इन द सोसाइटी ट्रैप इज सीरियसली थिंकिंग कि जितनी भी पेशेंट वेलफेयर ऑर्गेनाइजेशंस हैं इन ऑर्फन ड्रग्स की उनके साथ कोऑर्डिनेट किया जाए बिकॉज मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम दीज सोसाइटीज वर्क फॉर द वेलफेयर ऑफ दीज ऑर्फन ड्रग पेशेंट एंड वीडेंटिफाई दैट दीज ड्रग्स आर अवेलेबल in uh, on which uh, retail pharmacy and then patient can get another very important scenario is the availability of the api and technology i will share one example of thyroxine salman barni sahab used to head that very company for a quite long time agar hum isko ab dekhe thyroxine now it's a very common drug draft has uh, approved multiple registrations mrp has been has been increased many times now it is a very specific narrow therapeutic index drugs jo koi ek specific technology se banayi ja sakti hai now by and large we can say that national industries ki shayad wo capacity 
कुछ ड्रग्स बनाने की नहीं है मैं तमाम दवाइयों की कथन बात नहीं कर रहा कि कुछ दवाइयां बनाने की जैसे थायराक्सीन है और जो नैरोथेरेपेटिक ड्रग्स है जिसके हवाले से हमें अपनी नेशनल इंडस्ट्री को इक्विप करना होगा नॉट इन टर्म्स ऑफ टेक्नोलॉजी ट्रांसफर बट ऑल्सो इन टर्म्स ऑफ ह्यूमन रिसोर्स एज वेल वेरी राइटली पॉइंटेड आउट बाई आयशा इट इज दॉटिक्स ड्रग्स यस इट इज ए प्रॉब्लम Previously, uh, ये कुछ इशू डिस्कस हुआ शायद कुछ डिस्फंक्शनल भी रहा ड्यू टू नॉन असाइनमेंट्स नाउ नॉकोटिक्स की मीटिंग हो चुकी है लास्ट मंथ बट अनदर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट पॉइंट इज दैट इज द इम्पोर्टेबिलिटी ऑफ ड्रग्स फ्रॉम द इंडिया एज वेल बिकॉज हम एक ऐसी जगह पे जियोग्राफिकली इस वक्त एग्जिस्ट कर रहे हैं और हमारी पॉलिसीज ये हैं कि वी आर नॉट इम्पोर्टिंग फ्रीली वी कॉन्ट इम्पोर्ट फ्राम द इंडिया एंड इट इज वन ऑफ द रीजन जिसकी वजह से जो अवेलेबिलिटी ऑफ द ड्रग है एट टाइम हेम्पर होती है एंड स्पेसिफिकली द ड्रग विच रिलेट टू स्पेसिफिक सीजन लाइक फ्लू एंड ऑल द थिंग्स एक जो चीज अच्छी मैं आपसे शेयर करना चाहूंगा कि पाकिस्तान अलहमदिल्लाज वेरी सक्सेसफुली कोप ऑफ द कोविड नाइनटीन सिचुएशन इट इज नॉट ओनली द्रेड ऑफ द डिजीज इट वॉज द अवेलेबिलिटी ऑफ द मेडिसिन एज वेल एंड एक्सेप्ट one or two drugs uh, definitely i want to pay tribute to the industry as well ke pakistan ke kisi bhi kone mein koi bhi drug covid pandemic mein short nahi hui it was the collective endeavor of industry and the regulatory authority that the drugs which were particularly related to the covid wo uh, available rahi throughout the country main yahan pe do cheeze specifically mention karna chahunga and that is regarding availability ke इंजेक्शन जो कि बहुत वाइडली रिक्वायर्ड था उसके लिए स्पेशल आउट ऑफ बॉक्स सॉल्यूशन ड्राफ्ट ने किया और एक्टेमरा अब नाउ सिचुएशन इज दैट पाकिस्तान इज इन पोजीशन दैट मोस्ट ऑफ द कंट्रीज आर सेइंग दैट द कंट्रीज पाकिस्तान के पास जो एक्टेमरा इस वक्त मौजूद है वो आप एक्सपोर्ट हमें कर दें एंड सिमिलर इज द सिचुएशन विद द रेमडेसिविर उस्मान खालिद साहब की जो कंपनी है बी एफ बायो साइंस वन ऑफ द कंपनी जिसको रेमडेसिविर की रजिस्ट्रेशन है पाकिस्तान हैज सफिशिएंट स्टॉक ऑफ दिस कोविड के सिनेरियो में जो इस वक्त रेडी फॉर द एक्सपोर्ट है गवर्नमेंट इज वेरी सीरियसली थिंकिंग के उसको हम एक्सपोर्ट की पोजीशन में आ जाएं सो इट वाज ऑल अबाउट द अवेलेबिलिटी लेकिन आई डू एग्री विद ऑल द पैनलिस्ट के हमारे पास कुछ इश्यूज हैं जिसकी वजह से अवेलेबिलिटी हैम्पर रहती है फ्रीली अवेलेबल नहीं होती इसमें कोटा एलोकेशन के इशूज हैं डेफिनेटली इसमें कुछ दवाइयों का मैं विल नॉट से ऑल ड्रग्स कुछ दवाइयाँ ऐसी हैं जो कि प्राइस फैक्टर की वजह से डेफिनेटली अवेलेबल नहीं हो पाती इसमें जो एक चीज इम्पॉर्टेंट और मैं शेयर करना चाहूँगा वो है न्यू ड्रग फार्मूलेशन शेयर बाई मिस्टर उस्मान खालिद वहीद ऑन द पार्ट ऑफ ड्रैप मोस्ट ऑफ रदर ऑल द ड्रग्स विच वर applied by the uh, companies for the as a new drug formulation now we have two queues with us one queue is for the generic drugs another queue is for the new drug formulation which is badly needed by the country of pakistan and we have adopted international regulations of the common technical document and definitely my some of the panelists will endorse me with that jo bhi apni applications hame ek specific format pe with the stability data deta hai ड्रैप उनको प्रायोरिटी पे कंसीडर करते हैं डेफिनेटली फिर एक प्राइसिंग का कंपोनेंट आ जाता है जो कि हमें एड्रेस करने की जरूरत है सो इट वाज ऑल फ्रॉम ड्रैप साइड नजीम साहब ओवर टू यू
Thank you very much, Abdullah Sir, for a very comprehensive review. And Mashallah, I appreciate what Draft has done. And Mashallah, you are absolutely right. कि कोविड की सिचुएशन आपने बड़ी अच्छी डील की है मेरे पास कुछ रेमडेसिविर वगैरह ऐसी ऐसी दवाइयाँ मैं होल्ड करके बैठा हुआ था तो उस्मान साहब आपको वापस दे तो आप एक्सपोर्ट कर दें बहुत अच्छी बात होगी थैंक यू अच्छा जी मैं ये पूछना चाह रहा हूँ बदला साहब बताइए ये प्राइसिंग और एस का मसला पड़ा हुआ है आपकी जो ड्रैप की रेगुलेटरी फिलोसफी क्या है वट इज इट दू आपकी वेबसाइट में जब जाता हूँ I see that DRAP only has a few laws on their website. Sirf laws or thode se rules hain. Koi apne regulation pe se vaise laws or rules ke apne koi hame industry ka koi jaiza nahi diya, koi industry ki koi research nahi di, koi industry ka state nahi bataya. Aur phir apne aage se ye bhi kaha, bhai badi sahi baat hai ki hum India pe dependent hain. भाई हम इंडिया से एक हाथ पे लड़े दूसरे हाथ पे इंडिया पे डिपेंडेंट क्यों है इसको हमने क्यों नहीं देखा क्यों हमने अपने आप को इस पोजीशन में डाल दिया कि अब इंडिया के इंडिया के हाथ हम बैठे हुए हैं मॉलिक्यूल्स हम क्यों नहीं बना सकते ये तो मुझे भी सलमान बर्नी ने बात समझा दी थी आज से बीस साल पहले कि मोलिक्यूल्स बनने चाहिए यहाँ तो ये क्या वजह हम इन चीज़ों पर अभी तक पीछे रह रहे हो एक और छोटी छोटी बात कि अपने आप सब दवाइयों पर लगा दिया कि हलाल होनी पड़ेंगी ये भी एक एक्स्ट्रा कॉस्ट पड़ गया दवाइयों पर तो कंज्यूमर को ही बेयर करना पड़ेगा हलाल दवाइयों का कॉस्ट दूसरी चीज ये कि आपने वो भी लगा दिया है कि जी कैबिनेट के पास चाहे तो वो भी कंज्यूमर को बेयर करना पड़ेगा तो फिर तो प्राइसेस ऊपर जाएंगी तो क्या वजह है कि अगर ड्रैप बन गई है तो क्या ड्रैप ये चीजें सॉर्ट आउट नहीं कर सकती अगर लीगल फ्रेमवर्क में इतना प्रॉब्लम है तो लीगल फ्रेमवर्क तो मैं तीन महीने में आपको सॉर्ट आउट करवा देता हूँ क्यों इतना मसला हो रहा है एक नई लॉ बनवाए खत्म करें पिछली लॉज और चेंज करें वाई कांट वी मूव फॉरवर्ड अगर हमने छह सौ उनतीस चले छह सौ सात सौ सत्तर नहीं है छह सौ अगर तीन बिलियन है तीन बिलियन को मैं छह सौ उनतीस से डिवाइड करूं तो हर इंडस्ट्री तो हंड्रेड थाउजेंड की अपने अमेंडमेंट्स इन रेगुलेशंस एंड लॉज लाना होगा बिकॉज़ अब अगर हम एक्ट को जो अमेंडमेंट है दैट इज ओनली डन नॉट बाय द ड्रैप वो एक पार्लियामेंट का काम है एंड जो एक्ट ऑफ पार्लियामेंट है दैट कहता है दैट एवरी प्राइस ऑफ द ड्रग विल बी अप्रूव्ड बाय द फेडरल गवर्नमेंट हिस्टोरिकली हम देखें तो इट वाज प्रैक्टिस बाय द फेडरल बाय द गवर्नमेंट के सेक्रेटरी जो होते हैं होते थे सेक्रेटरी हेल्थ वो यूज्ड टू एक्सरसाइज द पावर ऑफ फेडरल गवर्नमेंट एंड उस वक्त तक देर वॉज नो सच प्रॉब्लम इस लेंथ का प्रॉब्लम नहीं था देन इट वॉज डेफिनेटली एक सुप्रीम कोर्ट का एक ऑर्डर आया जिसके मुताबिक इट वॉज डिसाइडेड फेडरल गवर्नमेंट मीन प्राइम मिनिस्टर एंड द कैबिनेट एक चीज तो अब क्लियर है कि जब तक अमेंडमेंट इन एक्ट नहीं होगा उस वक्त तक प्राइस ऑफ एवरी मालिक्यूल ऑफ एवरी ड्रग ये फेडरल कैबिनेट को करना होगा पॉइंट वन सेकेंड पॉइंट के अब ये ये अमेंडमेंट क्यों नहीं होती अब ये इस अमेंडमेंट के लिए डिस्कशन डिफरेंस फोरम पे चल रही हैं जैसे ही एक वायबल सिचुएशन गवर्नमेंट फील करेगी बिकॉज इट इज नॉट ड्रैफ्ट टू डिसाइड दिस इट इज गवर्नमेंट जो ऑलरेडी डिस्कशन हो रही है कि वो लॉस को अमेंड करके बल्कि डेफिनेटली आपने एक प्रोग्राम कर रहे हैं तो आपने सारा होमवर्क किया होगा कि ड्रैफ एक्ट इज ऑल्सो अंडर रिविजन जिसमें इन तमाम चीजों को कंसिडरेशन में ला रहे हैं 
कि जितनी भी ऐसी चीजें रिक्वायरमेंट्स जो एम्पेडमेंट्स हैं फॉर दर्क ऑफ आइडर ड्राइव और फॉर द वर्क और ग्रोथ ऑफ द फार्मास्यूटिकल इंडस्ट्री उसको रिमूव किया जाए एंड ड्राइव एक्ट इज वेरी मच इन द फेज ऑफ रिविजन एज इन्फॉर्म बाई आवर सीनियर मैनेजमेंट एक बात बड़ी इंपॉर्टेंट यही है सेकेंड जो बात है एक्टिव फार्मास्यूटिकल इंग्रीडियंट की मैनुफेक्चरिंग की अब डेफिनेटली इट्स ट्रू टू क्लैब इंडस्ट्री एंड गवर्नमेंट बोथ गवर्नमेंट की पॉलिसीज कपल्ड विद द इंडस्ट्रीज इन्वेस्टमेंट मैंने शुरू में आपको एक बात की कि फार्मास्यूटिकल्स आर बेसिकली केमिकल्स अगर हम कहें कि सिर्फ फार्मास्यूटिकल इंडस्ट्री अपने आप को डेवलप कर ले और हम एपीआई बनाना शुरू कर लेंगे तो शायद वो पॉसिबल नहीं होगा अनटीनलेस हम हमारी केमिकल इंडस्ट्री उस लेवल पे आए इट इज नॉट ओनली इंडिया जिसमें हम डिपेंडेंट है सिक्सटी परसेंट इज फ्रॉम चाइना एंड इंडिया बाकी उसमें से है लेकिन डेफिनेट हमें मैं आई डू एग्री कि हम और इस पे काम भी किया जा रहा है इंडस्ट्री के मॉडल में जब मैंने रिव्यू किया चाइना की इंडस्ट्री को कि उन्होंने कैसे ग्रोथ की इन चाइना मोस्ट ऑफ द इंडस्ट्रीज जो कि फिनिश प्रोडक्ट बनाते हैं they do manufacture their api by their own self okay they start from a and end up with z so and that model is missing in pakistan we start from i k or l and then we move forward so hame industry ko definitely isme jo government ka role hai usko saath play karna hoga hame chemical industry ko aage leke chalna hoga ek jo cheez very important hai that is the university industry interaction and that is again missing in our country uh, uh, we are fortunate enough ki hamare paas some chemistry ke bahut ache institutes hain like in karachi karachi university mein hej hai but unfortunately ke aise institutes still they are unable to determine ki hamari national needs ki taraf jaate hue wo research kare we are still unable to even manufacture uh, we are very much self sufficient in sodium chloride like unfortunately we are Not self-sufficient to manufacture pharmaceutical grade sodium chloride. So, our industry, our academia, they must come forward. Again, Anna Hoga, industry, the regulatory authority, की तरफ से इस वक्त requirements हैं that we have slashed down bare minimum है for any uh, API manufacturing. But it is not only the draft. This ne facilitated mode भी आना है. इसमें FBR का एक role है. डेफिनेटली इसमें स्टेट बैंक का रोल है इसमें मिनिस्ट्री ऑफ कॉमर्स का एक बहुत बड़ा रोल है जिसने इस तमाम नेटवर्क को साथ ग्रोथ में ले आने के लिए एपीआई इंडस्ट्री के लिए हमें कोऑर्डिनेटेड एफर्ट से काम करना है व्हाट अबाउट एसआरओस एसआरओस क्यों है क्यों एसआरओस नहीं देखिए एसआरओस तो एक गवर्नमेंट की डिसीजन है जो कि कम्युनिकेट होते हैं जो जो भी गवर्नमेंट का डिसीजन प्राइसिंग से रिलेटेड है वो एक एसआरओ की शेप में आता है इस हद तक मैं आपके पास से एग्री करूंगा कि हमारी ड्रैप की वेबसाइट इज साइलेंट अबाउट फार्मास्यूटिकल बिजनेस के क्या सेक्टर है क्या इसका मॉडल है और इस वक्त कितना टोटल इसका वॉल्यूम है दैट वी नीड टू एड अप इन आवर वेबसाइट एज वेल एंड एज फार एज लॉज एंड एस ओ पीज आर वेरी मच ओवर देयर ऑन द वेबसाइट लेकिन जो एसआरओ है ये तो बेसिकली एक सीएन है स्टेचुटरी रेगुलेटरी ऑर्डर जो कि गवर्नमेंट कोई भी अपना डिसीजन करने के बाद 
वेबसाइट पे डाल देती है कि इसको इम्प्लीमेंटेशन और मोस्टली ये प्राइस से रिलेटेड है जो पास्ट में प्राइस इंक्रीज हुई प्राइस फिक्सेशन हुई वो ठीक Does it have a chemical engineering department? I don't think it does. Does it? It has a school of science engineering, which is world class. Okay, okay. But Punjab University has had a chemical engineering department, Institute of Chemical Engineering, for the last seventy years. You don't work with them at all. You don't no. work with the UAT, etc. Right? Okay. Now let's get down. G. Anybody? G. Sorry, go ahead. G. I was saying we work with FC College as well. उनकी एक bio biotechnology की पूरी एक department है. But Nisa, have you ever worked with any university in your career? Uh, we, uh, as far as GSK was concerned, we were doing a lot of clinical research, phase two and phase three trials, with a couple of medical universities in Pakistan. Yes. Okay, good. What about Aisha Tami? Is your industry doing anything with universities? Uh, I don't have an industry. Remember, I represent. Yes, you represent people yeah i represent them but i think that um what you need to understand here is that um the mnc's do a great deal of research and development and bring that to pakistan research and development is being done all over the world but there is absolutely no reason why it shouldn't be done in pakistan at the beginning of this webinar shahid pointed out that 1% of gross profits are paid to the government for research and those Ever ever been used? I'm and coming to that. Abedullah Sir, please tell us. The substantial Jee. amount of money, and uh, also I want to say that uh, Sanman just mentioned that they have done clinical trials, etc., in Pakistan, but there have not been clinical trials in Pakistan for a long time because there is no appetite for it at the government level. So the DRAP should explain to us why clinical trials are not taking place. So let's get to DRAP. DRAP. इंडिया Uh, it's very sad that we actually started this program somewhere in the early 90s at one point i think somewhere towards 2003 we had more accredited clinical trial centers operating in pakistan than actually were operating in india in terms of patient recruitment particularly for oncology research uh, the thing that killed it was the fact that you have to have fairly good and quick regulatory turnaround a regulatory turnaround complete came to a complete halt somewhere around 2006 and 7 when the DRA was in the process of formulation and it's never been revised in that way ever again the capacity is i think being lost as a result of that approvals are slow and by the time that approvals come through the trials have closed usually there's a subscription time and pakistan has really lost out on a very significant opportunity for both clinicians as well as patients ठीक अब जरा सब बताइए आपने किसी यूनिवर्सिटी को कभी रिसर्च के लिए कहा है जी मैं आपको इसमें दो पॉइंट्स 
बेस्ट सेलर्स पढ़ पढ़ के मुझे थोड़ा समझ आई है कि दिस इंडस्ट्री इज हेविली बेस्ड ऑन रिसर्च येट आपकी जो इंडस्ट्री है सलमान बर्नी नॉट फिट स्टैंडिंग देर इज हार्डली एनी एम्फोसिस ऑन रिसर्च यूनिवर्सिटीज आई थिंक वेट फ्रेंकली अगर मैं आप लोगों से पूछूं मेरा ख्याल आप लोगों में से किसी ने कोई यूनिवर्सिटी की शक्ल भी देखी होगी सच यू ग्रेजुएटेड एंड आई फाउंड दिस नॉट जस्ट इन फार्मास्यूटिकल जितने वेबिनार्स हम करते हैं दो चीजें सामने आ रही हैं दो चीजें सामने आ रही हैं एक तो जो हुकूमत है सारी नेपरा भी सब रेगुलेटरी एजेंसी वो लॉ के चक्कर में है हमारी लेजिस्लेशन प्रोसेस एक तो इतना कंबरसम बना दिया इतना ज्यादा हम लॉ पे जोर देते हैं और इतनी ज्यादा अमेंडमेंट्स हैं इतनी ज्यादा लीगल लेजिस्लेशन है कि किसी को समझ नहीं आ रही वे ड्राइविंग नोट दूसरी चीज रिसर्च पे तो हम जोर ही देते वी ओनली इम्पोर्ट मशीनरी एंड वी असेंबल जैसे गाड़ियाँ कर रहे हैं जैसे कपड़ा कर रहे हैं कॉटन का वेबिनार भी हम कर चुके हैं हम यही देख रहे हैं कि रिसर्च ना करना चाहते हैं ना यूनिवर्सिटी से बात करना चाहते हैं सेठ खुद हमने एक वेबिनार किया था ये इंडस्ट्री ग्रोथ पे तो आपके कुछ दोस्त ही आए थे मैं नाम नहीं लेता उन्होंने खुद आके कहा कि जी हमारा सेठ कल्चर मेंटेन चल रहा है इन इंडस्ट्री में हम रिसर्च बिलीव नहीं करते हैं मशीनरी लेते हैं और चला देते हैं बताइए उस्मान साहब आप क्या क्या कॉमेंट्स हैं इस पे थैंक यू नदीम सर मैं दूसरी इंडस्ट्रीज का तो नहीं कह सकता क्योंकि यू नो हमारा सारा काम फार्मा में ही है दैट्स द ओनली वन आई कैन स्पीक ऑफ और फार्मा में अनफॉर्चुनेटली जैसे सलमान साहब ने बोला था दिस इज अ रियल चैलेंज के आप अगर क्लिनिकल रिसर्च रिसर्च फॉर्म्स अ बल्क ऑफ ऑफ रिसर्च विद इन मेडिसिन उसके अगर आप एवेन्यूज बिल्कुल बंद कर देंगे विच इज अ फैक्ट के दो दो तीन तीन साल पेंडिंग एप्लीकेशन रहती हैं ड्रैप के पास टू प्रूव दीज रिसर्च प्रोजेक्ट तो रिसर्च इंडस्ट्री कभी टेक ऑफ नहीं कर सकेगी हमारा वो कल्चर नहीं बन सकता दूसरा दिस इज अ फैक्ट कि हमारी जिस तरह की इंडस्ट्री की इन्वायरमेंट रही है ऑल आर सी ओज इंक्लूडिंग मिस्टर बर्नी माई सेल्फ हर हफ्ते हर दो हफ्ते बाद हम इस्लामाबाद पहुँच रहे थे टू सॉल्व वन सिली क्राइसिस और अनदर तो दी इंटायर इंडस्ट्री का जो एफर्ट फोकस एनर्जी अगर इस तरह की झगड़ों में लग जाएगी कि जी तीन महीने तक आपके जो फेडरल ड्रग एनालिस्ट है जिसने ड्रग रिपोर्ट साइन करनी है उसकी अपॉइंटमेंट अभी तक रेगुलराइज नहीं हुई हुई इसलिए आपके वैक्सीन रुके हुए पूरे मुल्क में फिर रिसर्च बहुत एक सॉर्ट ऑफ यू नो यूटोपियन कॉन्सेप्ट रह जाता है इट्स वेरी अनफॉर्चुनेट यू नो हमने पहले डीरेगुलेट किया था नाइनटीन में फार्मा को थोड़ी देर के लिए बट जस्ट हैपन फॉर कपल ऑफ मंथ्स इंडिया ने हमारे बात किया था आज आप इंडिया में स्टेट ऑफ फार्मा रिसर्च देखें उनकी ग्रोथ देखें नो बडी रियलाइज लोग इंडिया में कहते हैं जी इंडिया की कीमतें बड़ी सस्ती हैं इंडिया का स्केल बहुत बड़ा है नो बडी एक्चुअली इंडिया द इंडिया फार्मास्यूटिकल इंडस्ट्रीज बाय एंड लार्ज डी रेगुलेटेड एंड वंस यूर यू नो फ्री फ्राम ऑल दीज रियली मतलब रेडिकुलस माइक्रो मैनेजमेंट इशूज देन यू कैन रियली फोकस ऑन द लार्जर पिक्चर विच इज आई एग्री विद यू कम्प्लीटली दैट्स एक्जैक्टली वॉट यू नीड I can understand what it means the wheat market or whatever in your industry what does it mean it doesn't mean that i should get substandard drugs that i should get a drug for the absolutely uh, not so technical definition jo ke drug ka core responsibility hai that should be at par with the rest of the world all of us agree. even though we will be the uh, kind of recipients of that you know uh, audit process whatever we all agree that we need to have at par with the rest of the world technical regulation पर आपकी प्राइसिंग आपकी ड्रग अवेलेबिलिटी सब सारी ही उस एक एम्बर्ट में आ जाती है आई थिंक एक बहुत जरूरी स्टेप होने जा रहा है विच इज दिस डिस्कशन ऑफ वेदर प्राइसिंग शुड बी टेकन आउट ऑफ ड्रैप एंड इनटू कॉमर्स ये हो जाएगा आप देखेंगे विद इन जस्ट अ फ्यू इयर्स यू विल सी अ ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन इन दिस इंडस्ट्री दिस दिस इज वन इंडस्ट्री दैट हैज ऑलवेज बीन एट द एज ऑफ अ टिपिंग पॉइंट बट नेवर एक्चुअली रीचेस दैट टिपिंग पॉइंट प्रिसाइसली फॉर दिस रीजन बट राइट नाउ द वे आई लोकेटेड द एवरेज साइज ऑफ योर फार्मा इंडस्ट्री 
is $4 million. If I divide 300 by three, three, sorry, 3 billion by 629, $4 million, I'm afraid, is the price of some houses in Pakistan now. So I can't take this industry seriously. Secondly, come, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. There is not a single pharmaceutical industry listed in the stock exchange, or am I wrong? No, no, we have listed. Nosans is listed, so, so is GSK. And okay. by the way, the point you made about the $4 million is exactly the point I was making about the need not to have 772 companies, right. but probably have maybe 70 or 72 really world-class competent companies. That is much better for the patient as well as for the economy of the country. But that is not for the is government that, uh, to do. Azim, if you recall in the last webinar, Sorry, Tammy, can I make the point? I, uh, sorry, I just heard Nadeem make, make say something. Nadeem, what are you saying? I said that's not for the government to do. Why doesn't GSK... Well, it is for the government to do. Why doesn't Ferozan buy the smaller industries? No, Nadeem, I'll tell you why it's for the government to do. If the regulatory bars are raised to anywhere close to international standards, five to seven hundred of these companies will close today. Hmm. Okay, go ahead, Tammy. Gee, that's what I was going to say, because if you look at the current structure, and this is something we talked about in the last webinar, 98% of the market is with under 100 companies. So you've got 600 plus companies with 2%, and that's your problem. But, but my question then, Osman, is why aren't you buying, buying out as happens in the rest of the world? We've seen this in the story. These companies are generally speaking, with due respect, not producing products in line with global standards. So the quality okay. companies and Fidosans is one of those who have uh, really uh, pioneered biological manufacturing in Pakistan, much more than many of the multinationals have, and they've collaborated with various companies in that regard. My, my point but is, there's nothing that they will get from buying these substandard fair, companies. Fair enough. The point is that I've studied industrial organization a little bit. If you look at Detroit, if you look at Silicon Valley, if you look at, uh, you know, any other uh, sort of industrial center, that even the German um, uh, pharmaceutical industry, the big industries emerged. They were not favored by the government. They emerged. The small ones found that it was better for them. Maybe this is the better way to put it. The small ones found it was better for them to sell themselves out. The same process we are seeing now in the net companies that the small guys think they build up a small platform like the Raz.pk is selling itself to Alibaba, right? So you're seeing that this process happens all over. Why is it not happening in Pakistan? Huge response. Up. I think, you know, sorry. I think Osman might want to comment on whether it's a good idea to sell companies and whether every company is willing to be sold. But that's, yeah, that's a market. That's that market. But, you know, if, if you're buying a bathtub, why would you buy it? Fair enough. Okay, Usman sir, what's your take? When you, when you go to buy something, you, uh, particularly in pharma, I mean, the difference between pharma and other sectors is that regulation counts for a lot. Yeah. If I, as a buyer, whether I'm looking to buy an existing company or set up a new plant, I will look at the environment around it. I will see the time it takes for my licenses. I will see whether I have the flexibility to raise my prices if my cost increases. I tend to disagree with Salman sahab. Yeah. So all the 629 companies, 
तो अगर हम इंडिया का फिगर देखें तो वहां पे चार हजार फार्मास्यूटिकल इंडस्ट्रीज आर वर्किंग जो जिसमें छोटी इंडस्ट्री भी है और बड़ी इंडस्ट्री में हु आर प्रोवाइडिंग मेडिसिन इन द होल ऑफ इंडिया एज वेल नेक्स्ट पॉइंट इज के ये जो छह सौ उनतीस कंपनी है ऑल दीज कंपनीज आर नॉट वेरी बिग कंपनीज इनमें बास कंपनीज ऐसी भी हैं जो ये दो सेक्शन की कंपनीज हैं या तीन सेक्शन की कंपनीज हैं तो मैं इस पर क्लैरिफिकेशन ये देना चाह रहा हूँ और बताना चाह रहा हूँ कि ये जो इंप्रेशन दिया जाता है कि दीज फाइव हंड्रेड कंपनीज आर मैनुफैक्चरिंग सब स्टैंडर्ड ड्रग्स ऑल टूगेदर एक नेगेटिव इंप्रेशन होता है एंड समाइम ये मीडिया में रिफ्लेक्ट होता है जिससे पाकिस्तान की एक्सपोर्ट्स भी डैमेज होती हैं तो हम जब भी कोई यानी इस तरह की स्टेटमेंट दें अगर हम इंटरनेशनल सीनेरियो में देख लें मैं आपको एक बड़ी सिंपल एग्जाम्पल शेयर करूँ पंजाब इंस्टीट्यूट ऑफ कार्डियोलॉजी का एक इंसिडेंट हुआ जिसमें एक ड्रग एडल्टेटेड हुई उसमें आठ ड्रग्स वर सप्लाइड बाय द नेशनल कंपनीज एंड ऑल दोज ड्रग्स वर सेंट टू द एमएचआरए लैब इंग्लैंड एक्सेप्ट वन ड्रग व्हिच वाज एडल्टेटेड ऑल द सेवन ड्रग्स प्रोडक्ट जो भी सैंपल थे दे वर डिक्लेयर्ड ऑफ स्टैंडर्ड क्वालिटी बाय द एमएचआरए यूके तो ये हमें कह देना के द तमाम इंडस्ट्री पांच सौ इंडस्ट्रीज इस वक्त सब स्टैंडर्ड ड्रग्स बना रही है ऑल टूगेदर एक गलत फिनामिना है that they did not have the either the sops or the equipment or the lab equipment or the storage conditions uh, or in some cases the technology that is required to produce products by global standards now not every company is like that i agree totally there are some very good small companies as well but the scale that is required to maintain the scale that is required to invest is actually problematic and at, at, at you can't do that at that kind of turnover in small volume जहां तक इंडिया का सवाल है वो आपकी बात बिल्कुल सही है बट आई वुड रिफर टू अ स्टेटमेंट मेड बाय यशवंत सिन्हा आई थिंक गोइंग बैक एज फार एज 1997 व्हेन ही सेड दैट वी हैव टू रिड्यूस दिस इंडस्ट्री एंड द एंड वी हैव टू कंसंट्रेट इन डेवलपिंग वर्ल्ड क्लास प्लेयर्स रादर देन कंसंट्रेट एंड डेवलप स्मॉल सब स्केल सब स्टैंडर्ड मैन्युफैक्चरर्स सो दे हैव एक्चुअली ट्राइड टू रैशनलाइज देयर इंडस्ट्री नंबर्स हैव फॉलन रादर देन इंक्रीज वेयरएस वी हैव टेंडेड टू इंक्रीज रादर देन नंबर्स रादर देन क्वालिटी ऑफ मैन्युफैक्चरिंग स्टैंडर्ड्स रिक्वायरमेंट जरूर लगती है जिनको फर्दर इंप्रूव करने की जरूरत है और वो हर इंडस्ट्री में बाई एंड लार्ज मौजूद होती है थैंक यू लुक आई एग्री विद यू नंबर्स आपका काम डिटरमिन करना नहीं है एंड आई एग्री विद यू चाहे हजारों चाहे पचास हजार कंपनीज हों अगर वो मार्केट में बैठी हुई हैं पैसे बना रही हैं तो बिल्कुल उनका हक है मार्केट में बैठे पर जो मैं बात कह रहा हूँ वो बड़ी सिंपल है 
ड्रैप अपना काम कब खत्म कर लेगी क्या हम नेक्स्ट वेबिनार आपके साथ करेंगे आप कह सकेंगे कि लीगल फ्रेमवर्क बिल्कुल ठीक है मार्केट बन गई क्योंकि मैं बार बार सबको कहता हूँ मैं जब पढ़ाता था ये रेगुलेशन दुनिया में आईएमएफ में जब था तो मैं रेगुलर पढ़ा रेगुलेशन पढ़ाता तो एक मेरे पास हमेशा स्क्रीन थी वो थी फुटबॉल की और अगर इंडिया पाकिस्तान आता था तो क्रिकेट की लगा देता था रेगुलेटर का काम है रूल्स बनाना फिर गेम चलनी चाहिए गेम के अंदर रेगुलेटर नजर नहीं आता जिस गेम में एम्पायर नजर आ जाए वो गेम खराब हो जाती है तो आपका काम है अगर क्रिकेट के दौरान रूल्स में बदल रहा हूँ गेम चल रही है रूल्स बदल रहा हूँ अमेंडमेंट पास हो रही है लेजिस्लेशन हो गेम खराब हो जाएगी तो अगर आप लोग अपना काम खत्म नहीं कर सक रहे तो सिर्फ आपका कसूर नहीं है नेपरा भी यही कर रही है पैमरा भी यही कर रही है हर कोई हम लॉ बनाने की फिक्र में है और लॉ बनती भी कोई नहीं लॉ बनी हुई है उन्नीस सौ साठ उन्नीस सौ की बनी हुई है तो क्या ये लॉ का काम कब खत्म होगा नंबर दो आपका रेगुलेटरी फ्रेमवर्क कब सीधा होगा नंबर तीन मैं एक और बात जल्दी से पूछ मैं पीआईडी में हूँ गवर्नमेंट का रिसर्च अदारा है सबसे बड़ा रिसर्च अदारा है सत्तर साल पुराना रिसर्च हम आपका साथ ताउन करना चाह रहे हैं हम आपको बिल्कुल फुल सपोर्ट देंगे आप हम बताएं हम आपके साथ कैसे सेटअप कैसे आपकी मदद कर सकते हैं कि एक दफा मार्केट सही बन जाए हमें मार्केट का कुछ पता बना सकते हैं मार्केट कैसे सही बन जाए और दूसरी चीज जो मुझे बड़ी तकलीफ होती है जब मैं हर वेबिनार में सुनता हूँ हर ऑफिशल आके यही कहता हर बंदा यही कहता है इंडस्ट्री वाला भी यही कहता है कि यूनिवर्सिटी क्या होती है तो फिर मैं अताउर रहमान को बार बार कहता हूँ दो सौ यूनिवर्सिटी बनाई क्यों है दो सौ यूनिवर्सिटी सारी बंद कर दी तारीख बने रुके अगले दिन मैंने कहा था यार दो यूनिवर्सिटी बंद करो ना हमारे इंडस्ट्री ने इसको ना हमारी हुकूमत को यूनिवर्सिटी चाहिए ये बताइए जी जना पहली बात और मैं आपसे शायद इधर डिसएग्री करूंगा कि रेगुलेटरी ادارہ अपना काम करके खत्म हो जाए आई 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 एम स्टिल अनएबल टू आइडेंटिफाई सिंगल रेगुलेटरी अथॉरिटी ड्रग रेगुलेटरी अथॉरिटी अराउंड द ग्लोब जो कि अपना काम खत्म करके वाइंड अप करके जा चुकी हो नहीं सॉरी इफ आई गिव यू दैट इंप्रेशन इफ आई गिव यू दैट इंप्रेशन आई एम रॉन्ग ऑल आई एम सेइंग एग्जैक्टली इट इज सॉरी सॉरी अबदुल साहब जो इंटरनेशनल क्रिकेट बॉडी है वो काम करके मर नहीं जाती पर गेम के अंदर नहीं आती गेम तो चलती रहती है ना मैं आपको ये कह रहा हूँ कि आप गेम बना के पीछे हट जाए अब अब इसमें जो चीज थी इम्पोर्टेंट है कि डे बाई डे रेगुलेशन आर बिकमिंग मोर स्टूडेंट और हमें भी अपनी रेगुलेशन को उस लेवल पे लाना होगा वी आर ऑलरेडी इन द फेज ऑफ दैट शुरू में देखिये हम 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 वो रेगुलेटरी अथॉरिटी नहीं है जैसे सऊदी अरेबिया ने किया कि उन्होंने सेट ऑफ लेजिस्लेशन डिवेलप की एट द सेम टाइम ओल्ड सिस्टम भी चलता रहा एट कि दो साल के बाद हम ओल्ड सिस्टम को स्क्रैप करके एक नए लेजिस्लेशन फ्रेमवर्क में आ जाएंगे हमने वो काम नहीं किया साइड बाई साइड उन्हीं रेगुलेटर्स ने नया लॉ बनाया और उन्हीं रेगुलेटर्स ने पुराने काम को भी साथ किया मैं आपके पास एक कथन ये डिसग्री नहीं करूंगा कि हमें अपनी रेगुलेशन को एक इस लेवल पे लाने की जरूरत है जिसमें हमें एक इंटरनेशनल हारमोनाइज और फ्री फ्री हैंड हो इंडस्ट्री के पास काम करने का और डेफिनेटली हमारी इस वक्त अगर हम बाइन लॉर्ज देखें तो प्राइसिंग के कंपोनेंट को अगर हम फारेवाइल छोड़ दें तो बाकी जितनी भी लेजिस्लेशन है मेरे पैनलिस्ट यकीनन मुझसे एग्री करेंगे कि आल तो कि उसमें 100 परसेंट शायद कम्प्लाइंस ना हो लेकिन 90 परसेंट हम उस लेवल पे आ चुके हैं जिसमें इंटरनेशनल एक्सेप्टेंस है एंड ऑल दो प्लेयर जितने भी उसको फॉलो करते हैं बड़ा इजीली उनको अप्रूवल्स के प्रोसेस में ले आते हैं प्राइसिंग और कुछ एक दो रेगुलेशन हैं जो कि स्टिल भी नीड टू अमेंड नॉर्कोटिक्स की बात की आयशा ने उसको भी हमें देखने की जरूरत है हमें अपनी डेफिनेटली इट्स अ साइंस विच जैसे बेसिकली ऑल दो रेगुलेशन विच आर लिंक विद साइंस 
वो तमाम रेगुलेशन टाइम के साथ अपग्रेड होनी होती हैं एंड वी आर वेरी मच कंसर्न हमें ये करना होगा और वी आर रेडी टू डू फॉर एनी टाइप ऑफ अमेंडमेंट जो कि इंडस्ट्री कहती है कि इंटरनेशनल हार्मोनाइजेशन में हो तो वी आर रेडी फॉर दैट व्हाट अबाउट यूनिवर्सिटीज इन बंद करने नहीं डेफिनेटली बंद करें इट्स द इंडस्ट्री जिसने अपना प्रॉब्लम यूनिवर्सिटी को बताना है रेगुलेटरी अथॉरिटी को बताना रेगुलेशन रेगुलेशन का प्रॉब्लम क्यों नहीं इट्स द इंडस्ट्री व्हाई कांट वी स्टडी रेगुलेशन इंडस्ट्री ने अपना प्रॉब्लम यूनिवर्सिटी के साथ शेयर करना है रेगुलेटरी अथॉरिटी ने तो प्रॉब्लम लाइक एक कंपनी का मैन्युफैक्चरिंग फॉल्ट एक आ जाता है अब वो इंडस्ट्री के पास लेके जाएगी कि हमें ये चाहिए कि हम अपने इस प्रॉब्लम को फिक्स करना चाह रहे हैं और ड्रैप इज वेरी मच कंसर्न के वाई आज तक हम यूनिवर्सिटी इंडस्ट्री इंटरेक्शन को एक कमर्शियल स्केल पे नहीं ला चुके हमारे हर यूनिवर्सिटीज में दो यूनिवर्सिटी में और एक एग्जिस्ट करता है ऑफिस ऑफ रिसर्च इनोवेशन एंड कमर्शलाइजेशन लेकिन वो तमाम और एक ऑफिस बंद क्यों हो रहे हैं कि इंडस्ट्री की प्रॉब्लम वहां पे नहीं जा रहे अगर इंडस्ट्री समझती है इस इस पूरे प्रोसेस में रिसर्च इनोवेशन और कमर्शलाइजेशन में ड्रैप का जो रोल है वी आर रेडी टू परफॉर्म आवर रोल लेकिन अगर हम सब कुछ एवरीथिंग वी विल पुट टू दर्ट ऑफ ड्रैप इट्स रॉन्ग देन इंडस्ट्री को फॉरवर्ड में आगे ले जाना होगा great ji thank you i'll go to the floor now but i'll also say that the government also should require policy and regulatory research it's not just the university i think where this country is failing is failing miserably is because we've got a thoughtless government the government that feels ki usko zarurat hi nahi research ki usko zarurat hi nahi thinking ki and i think that is something that i need to speak up strongly against and i do every webinar ki a government is running on blind वो सोचते हैं डोनर ने पॉलिसी बना दी और काफी है डोनर हमेशा गलत पॉलिसी बना के देता है जैसे सीसीपी और रेगुलेटरी पॉलिसी जितनी डोनर ने बनाई है गलत है हम इसको बार बार एनालाइज करके बता चुके हैं बट लेट्स गो टू द फ्लोर बशीर साहब बताइए जरा आपने आपको इंट्रोड्यूस भी कर दे और बताइए वट एवर योर क्वेश्चन कॉमेंट don't really understand me you know what i'm saying good of you okay now you know uh, i this is uh, this was so important that i really put a alarm and because i want to participate i feel disconnect that that is one of the things what is my experience what i'm listening i feel disconnect i will uh, very very briefly raise couple of things you know we have a, uh, one thing is the industry Uh, what they are doing and what they can do and what they are, what they should do that is my point of view i know the panel that everybody is very very knowledgeable they are very experienced so my experience is that i work uh, for almost uh, 20 years in a pharmaceutical industry uh, allergan uh, where it was from the molecule to the marketing i was involved in almost all the stages so that is uh, so i will take three things uh, one is the the current industry in pakistan what i notice is the pricing and which is very understandable because if you don't get money you will not expand uh one thing i'm telling you that uh, some 20, some 15 18 years ago pakistan was very much on the map of these international companies uh, i will tell you very very briefly uh, one indian uh, uh, vice president went to the ceo of the company and say why you don't open office in india and you know the what the answer was that how much we will we are going to get from the bowl of rice while they had office in pakistan and they want to really uh, big time but i'm talking 2000 2001 and 2002 now one thing is that what i see 
is that the industry, what they can do, I think it should be a separate webinar. It should be separate activity and especially uh, PIDE can play a big role. You know, it is the manufacturing, right? And in the manufacturing, what I want to see, why India really went all the way is generic. They are not in original research. I will tell you who are coming with the original research. Original research is entirely different. It changed the whole model of the original research. What you can say, the, the innovation. So they came into the generic market and Pakistan had a very well-established generic market. I want to know how many, this is a very economic question, is that how many generic being, uh, uh, drugs are being manufactured? Do we have the infrastructure to make the generic drugs? And do we have all these things? This is the one of the major, major topic and you have to attach dollar amount to that. Mm -hmm. That these many are basically imported and why we cannot manufacture the formula is there, everything is there. So I don't know what is the impact. I think this chemical industry, I can see the raw material. So this is, this is one thing which, which is really the, we should have a very, very, I mean, the industry should, it has nothing to do with the government, nothing to do with somebody, is the industry can tell us that, do they have the infrastructure to build or to manufacture generic drug? And home, where they are right now, within five years, where they want to be. This is one of the things which I industry. Number two is we, we all talk about the research, innovation. Innovation is, is changed, is a completely change. So I think, uh, I, I, I mean, we may know this. What happened in 2012 or 2011 or 2012, we had two huge R&D buildings full of scientists. If you go there, you hardly find very few people. Now the model change is that no, you know, the academia, no, the research is done now in a different way. I'm consulting two small companies, three or four people, and they're working on the compound. So that is another part. Now the things have changed and where you can do research as a group. Before we have labs, we have animal facilities. So that was a major, major problem that how we can do it. So what happened is that meantime, these side animal laboratories and the all the chemical testing, they develop as a contract organization. So now I'm consulting four people, main four people, and doing all the research. We are going to phase one very soon. So this is one of the things, innovation, there should be a really very, uh, very deep how the world is doing innovation. Uh, NIH used to do in United States. Uh, that is true, that major, major uh, uh, cancer was from the NIH. But I don't see really the academia is now leading. Either the scientists from the academia and the uh, discovery scientists, they are forming a small group and doing the research. So we should have a very clear understanding. Now, we, what you have is there is a very good opportunities. You cannot, you can start just doing this research or you can become a source. For example, you know, you should be on the map. I want to, do, uh, there, is a uh, there is a molecule I'm working. I need animal facilities. Pakistan can offer animal facilities. You know, the raising mice and, and doing research is not a big thing. So this model has changed. I think we should have a very clear understanding how the innovation is being done in the world. Who, is, who are the leading countries right now? The new, you know, the startups in, in the medical research are United States is definitely one, is a China and Israel. If you want to follow this, 
China made a big policy decision three, four years ago to get their discovery scientists to China and they gave them a lot of facilities. Uh, Pakistanis have a discovery scientist. So please get them involved. This model has changed. It is, it is not linked with the, uh, with the government. It's not linked with the, with, the, with the regulated authorities. It's entirely different. So that's what I want to see, that there should be some research on that, how the things are being done, and Pakistan can just jump in. You know, there, there's not much now needed. There is infrastructure available. So this is second part. I really want the people to pay attention. The third thing is the clinical trials. Again, the clinical trials has nothing to do with the regulatory. Regulatory has approved it, permitted. But these are the medical institutions who can participate? Now, the, I know the, uh, uh, you know, I think King Aga Khan and uh, Shaukat Khan, it looked like. But there should be some work done. Why not all, uh, uh, you know, in, uh, uh, all uh, institutions participating in clinical trials? A uh, couple of years ago, I visited this kidney and liver center in Lahore. I was asking, you know, you have the, you have the patients. If I'm sitting in the industry, and if I know there are patients somewhere, I will read. They said, we don't have infrastructure. I said, you, you don't need infrastructure. You are not on the map. You have this liver patient, the kidney patient, such a big number. Really, we struggle. We struggle so much. Industry will come and set up you. We have the, farm, uh, the multinational representative there. Please look into it. Why Pakistan with its with the patient population is not on the map of the clinical trials. This is another area. And also I think from the PIDE, if you can see that doing a clinical trial, a couple of things happen. One thing is the most important thing is you're exposed to science because when they submit their protocol, you have a really science what is going behind it. So that is one of the things I want to really have some, some work done that how many clinical trials, how many institutions are doing. So there's a second thing. And, and the uh, third thing is the, the regulatory. You know, one thing which I'm hearing that uh, something applications for three months, uh, I, what I see in Pakistan, why don't they have the time frame to send application that what we do here, they send application to FDA, they have to respond within a certain period of time, right? If they don't respond, it's, it's assume it is accepted. So, you know, we are always uh, praying, used to pray that we should not receive any response because we can start the study. So I think regulatory people, why they don't really put a time frame that everything will be done in that way. So there are few different groups working now, uh, rather than depending on just the pharma. There are so many other activities. So I think if we can focus on each aspect, step by step. So, Right. Okay. Th these are the few points which I, I feel that, you know, what, what I'm experiencing is a little bit different what I'm hearing from you. Guys. you have thank any questions? Thank you for waking up and doing this. Next webinar, you must be the main speaker, Bashir Sahib. You must tell us about your American experience. So we will definitely rope you in for that. Please send us your number and details. I told you that last time too. We must get your details because you must come and tell us more. You have experience. Samia Altaf. Please, panel, note the questions. I'll come back to you. You'll all have a chance to say the final word. Samia Altaf. Cannot. You have to un uh, unmute. Okay. Thank you. I have two questions. There, you know, this is there are many questions and many comments, but in the interest of time, I have two questions. I've been reading in the newspaper that uh, clinical trials of this uh, vaccine are going to start in Pakistan soon. 
in collaboration with some Chinese pharmaceutical company. And that RAP has uh, developed uh, the regulations for that. I have looked all over in DRAP's, uh, on DRAP's website and on government's websites. I do not find those regulations anywhere. So I would appreciate very much if uh, the uh, director of DRAP can tell me where they are. Um, and the second question is also related. DRAP uh, director just mentioned, and of course, you know, I thank him very much for this very comprehensive, informative talk that he has given that there are many intrinsic factors. So, you know, it's a little bit mysterious word, intrinsic factors, but let's just forget about that, that there are many intrinsic factors which DRAP is working on and, and uh, trying to develop a policy. So again, my request is that, uh, you know, I am assuming that these are public policy issues. And I'm, I'm just requesting that what are those intrinsic factors? Where's the information about them? Where is the strategy that DRAP is, has laid out that they are working on them? And uh, so where are those documents? How do we get access to them? They are not on DRAP's website or any of the other government's websites. Very good point, Samia. Our other governance problem solved if all the sub-agencies जो वो काम कर रहे हैं वेबसाइट पे लगा दें हमसे शेयर करें हमसे बातें सुन लें या हम हर वेबिनार में कहते हैं तो आज फिर रिपीट करते हैं सुन दो सरजा सुन दो सरजा अस्सलामुअलैकुम I'll briefly uh, introduce myself. Uh, I'm a part alumni and right now I'm doing PhD from the University of Limerick Island. Um, I will uh, comment on uh, two things. Firstly, uh, I'll agree with uh, Sir Bashir, and he said that the innovation model is changed. Rightly, the innovation model is changed. A part of my PhD deal with the university and uh, industry linkages. Um, one thing I would um, want to say here that um, in Pakistan, we know we have governance issues which are difficult to tackle. But on the industry side, I will um, pose this question to all the people from industry. How many industrial PhDs have you offered? I mean, we have chunk of uh, researchers who are just flooding Europe and America because they are getting uh, the type of research facilities um, they needed for their research. But um, some of you mentioned that we don't have industrial grade sodium chloride. Have any of you ever floated this proposal that you need somebody to do research on uh, industrial grade sodium chloride? Secondly, uh, university industrial linkages. Um, recently, GIK Institute, they did a collaboration with Huawei for the artificial intelligence thing. So the things are happening. Uh, I know that the governance issues are difficult to tackle, but we need our industries to um, gear up the game. They need to put uh, researchers. We have researchers. We, we don't have funding. I mean, uh, there are people who 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 will be willing who will be happy to do research but they don't have funding they don't have facilities industry do have funding they do have facilities can't you uh, make some linkages with the industry so they can uh, produce Great. the sort thank of you. the r and d you wanted bilkul theek bilkul theek thank you acha ji sumbal talib sumbal talib um, yes, Assalamualaikum everyone. Myself, Sumbal Talib. I'm lecturer at uh, Shah Abdul Latif University, Kharpur, and I have done Doctor of Pharmacy and MPhil in Pharmaceutics from Kaidiyadu University, Islamabad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my question is that 
um, as we all know that this is the world of novel medicines. And I have also worked on uh, nanotechnology at Cardiology. But the, again, my question is that the, why industries are not making nanomedicines in bulk, even though there are some preparation methods that, that are not uh, that much expensive. We have worked on those methods and those preparation techniques that are not expensive and we can work easily in the labs. And, in, and I think the industry can also do this. We have uh, some uh, instruments that can characterize these medicines and then preparation techniques. These all are very easy. Then why industries are not, not collaborating with these students that are working very good and even the their research papers are published in high impact factor journals. Thank you. Abdullah Asrar Saad. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. My question is from Dr. Ubaid. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. The, the, uh, basically, what is the merit for workforce uh, that is involved in the R&D sector in research? Like he said, that uh, economic evaluation is important. cost effectiveness hota hai, economic evaluation analysis. So I was asking but okay. I'll just uh, uh, elaborate it a little bit more that uh, I think one uh, useful service that Pipe can render in this area is to connect the doctor of pharmacy uh, graduates uh, with the industry because I think even though uh, the degree is accredited, um, mm. but there is no connection and I would also like to ask the industry, pharma industry leaders who are on the panel as to how they recruit uh, young graduates uh, from all these pharmacy programs in Pakistan. Umar, uh, sorry, Muhammad Khuram Saab. Hello, Assalamu Alaikum. Um, I am Khuram from Ralpindi. I am a PhD student from Naval, Islamabad. Hmm. And I am uh, doing PhD in Management Sciences. I just wanted to ask, um, like, like, one of the main problems of research in the in this domain is that lack of the availability of the data. Like, when it comes to the non-listed pharmaceutical firms, especially, there's hardly, like, enough data available. And even um, the listed firms, like, Okay. and Otsuka, like when it comes to data, it's very hard to like get, yes. especially for management science students. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Meiji, uh, I've been involved with the uh, pharmaceutical industry for quite a while. And um, now I have joined National University of Medical Sciences as uh, director for research, innovation and commercialization. Um, so we are embarking on uh, two big programs. One is the bioequivalent studies and the other one is the clinical research. So your question regarding the engagement of uh, universities with the industry, 
I think we uh, we are very much on it, and uh, very soon we will be engaging very actively. And I know, uh, luckily, I I've been uh, involved with all the gurus that you have uh, here, and I'm very happy to see that. So your uh, your question regarding looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Ji. Abbasi Sahab, Asghar Abbasi Sahab. सर थैंक यू वेरी मच वेरी काइंड ऑफ यू मैं सरकारी मुलाजिम रहा हूँ कुछ वक्त के लिए इस्लामाबाद में नदीम साहब आपने सर जो फरमाया कि रिसर्च जो है ना वो इट्स नियर टू योर हार्ट एंड आई फुली एग्री विथ यू दो चीज़ें हैं जो मैं यहाँ पे हाईलाइट करना चाहूँगा डॉक्टर उबैदुल्ला साहब ने रिसर्च फंड की बात की दो से पहले कितना अमाउंट था आई थिंक मस्ट बी इन बिलियंस अच्छा वो गवर्नमेंट की टीमें चला गया और उसके बाद उन्होंने फरमाया कि जी तकरीबन कोई टू एंड हाफ बिलियन अब इधर है अच्छा अब ये जो सारा पैसा है उससे पहले जो 2013 से पहले था मैं प्राई भी हूँ एक मीटिंग का कि जहाँ पे उस वक्त मिनिस्ट्री ऑफ हेल्थ ने कहा कि जी हम एक हफ्ते या दस दिन में अब आपको रूल्स एंड रेगुलेशन बना के दे देंगे उसमें फार्मास्यूटिकल इंडस्ट्री भी थी उनके रेप थे और उन्होंने कहा कि जी हम इनको हेल्प करेंगे मेरा सवाल यह है कि फार्मास्यूटिकल इंडस्ट्री ये वन परसेंट या वाट ये रिसर्च फंड के लिए देती है क्या वो उनको हेल्प नहीं करते क्या स्पेसिफिक इश्यूज हैं जो डॉक्टर उबैद साहब ने इधर शायद बताए नहीं है या बताना नहीं चाह रहे वो काइंडली हमसे अगर शेयर कर दें कि वो हैं क्या चीज़ कि रूल्स एंड रेगुलेशन ये इतने सालों में नहीं बन रहे से सात साल हो गए सर थैंक यू वेरी मच थैंक यू जुबैर अबासी साहब last question uh, thank you very much uh, for taking my question my question is very simple uh, do we have manufacturing uh, vaccine manufacturing facility in pakistan uh, or is there a uh, uh, is, is, is does it make a good case to have this kind of facility vaccine manufacturing and also this testing of uh, vaccine in pakistan thank you very much Okay, ji. I'll return to the panel now. Who wants to go first, ji? You can tell me. Aisha, do you want to go first? Take up whatever questions you like, whatever your last words are. Well, number one, I think that we really run over time, so I, I just keep this very, very short. Um, and I think that um, there, there are a few things I'd like to talk about. I'd, I'd prefer it if uh, Osman talked about. Uh, the industry and um, uh, you know all the questions pertaining to the industry the local industry and maybe Salman can also add to that but there are a few things that i think really need to be clarified here one of the things that we talked we've talked about uh, non stop is that we should be manufacturing apis in pakistan and we import everything from china and india you have to look at economies of scale you are an economist nadeem you would understand that better than anybody else if we start making apis here number one we can't make them immediately it will take a long time uh, you have to set up facilities etc etc you have to test them and they have to run through stability tests and all kinds of things so it takes a few years but even if you fast track it and you get it done say in the next 2 to 3 years the cost will be significant nobody in pakistan then is going to be willing to pay for that significant cost they're not going to be willing to allow for the price of medicine to go up to take into account that that cost so i think you know we really should be a little practical about how you know identifying problems and dealing with problems uh there is no ban 
absolutely no ban on the import of pharmaceutical raw materials and excipients from India. The Ministry of Commerce has issued a letter to that effect clarifying that there is no ban. However, consignments are stuck at the port for three and four months at a time. Half of them go bad. So you, this is where we have problems. You know, these are cost issues. You pay demurrage. You keep incurring cost, pay cost, pay cost. There is no efficiencies in Pakistan. We just need to be clear that we are going to manufacture. You have a license to manufacture. Dr. Obedullah and his team at the DRAP have done a great job. They have registered you. They have uh, licensed you. Uh, you. All your specs are in place. And now you do your manufacturing and you get on with your work. And you make sure that patients in Pakistan have access to medicine. And I think that's what we should all be looking at. We need to develop our industry. That's a second issue altogether. I think you should do a separate webinar on how you can develop this industry, how we can go forward, how we can expand it. But I think that what we are looking at today is really firefighting all the time. As uh, Usman said, every week, you know, we have to fly to Islamabad. You're, and you waste so much time. A CEO's job is not to go and sit in, in the draft or in the pricing division or in the Ministry of Health every single week. It should, it, things should get done automatically. Nobody in India has to do this. Their industry is $20 billion in exports. Ours is 150 million. We are really like sad and pathetic in comparison. We should not be comparing ourselves to anyone. We should just try to fix ourselves first before we get into comparison mode. Uh, the other thing is that um, I'd also like to say that as far as research, et cetera, is concerned, there is this fund uh, Dr. Baird says it's 2 billion rupees. I don't know. I'm not very good at math, but maybe someone can do it right now. If your industry is 3 billion US dollars a year, then for the last seven years, I'm sure 1% is more than 2 billion rupees. It has to be a lot more than that. And that money should be used to fund these researchers. Everybody here is going on there. How many PhDs? How many PhDs? Fund your PhDs. And before you fund your PhDs, improve the facilities in your university so you don't turn out PhDs who actually are neither here nor there. You need good quality coming out of our universities as well. Maybe we should take this research money and send people abroad, someone who is sitting in Ireland. Maybe we need to start sending people so that they come back with expertise and they train people here. But let's work positively. Let's work to fixing things, to doing something, to improving things in Pakistan. Number one is access, give patients access to medicines, let them have them at the most reasonable prices that you can possibly do it at, but make sure it's available, make sure it's in the market, do not impose so many bottlenecks. Okay, great, thank you. Salman, would you like to go next? Uh, sure, um, just want to make a point about basic manufacturing because a lot has been said about it. Um, again, this is just a piece of history, uh, only for F FYI, because it's a, it's a sad story and all in the past. Um, one of the precursor companies for GlaxoSmithKline, which is Glaxo Welcome, or rather at that time Glaxo Laboratories, set up a basic manufacturing complex in Lahore in the days of uh, General Zia's uh, government, uh, somewhere in the uh, mid-80s. Uh, the basic manufacturing complex actually produced uh, from, you know, sort of natural raw materials, uh, three classes of uh, products, cephalosporins, 
uh, H2RAs, which are a gastrointestinal drug, and, and steroids. And uh, right, you know, it was a basic chemical complex. It was set up with a certain uh, regulatory framework in place. There was a certain amount of tariff protection provided. Uh, three years after we set up that, uh, that project, and three years after it became operational, rather, uh, the tariff protection was reduced and later on withdrawn to zero. Uh, within, I think, three years, uh, post that, after running in losses and much lobbying, the company decided to close down the, the complex. And once it was closed, eventually it was all sold for junk and scrap. Uh, many companies here locally bought up the kit for pieces. After it was scrapped, the duty was then, again, protection was given to encourage local manufacturing. So when we talk about consistency of research, we must remember some of these stories that we've had in the past where shifts of policy have actually contributed hugely towards the, 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 the neglect or the, the problems of this industry. There was a question on, um, there was a comment rather uh, from a gentleman in uh, California, our Bashir Saab, I think, on uh, clinical research. Uh, as I had mentioned earlier on, clinical research is a huge opportunity and I agree with him totally. But you cannot do clinical research without prior approvals, which is the norm anywhere in the world. What actually happens, the dynamics are that when a trial program opens up, whether phase two or phase three, a trial opens up, various countries with various CROs, contract research organizations, bid for patients that they can enroll into this trial. And they are, uh, they are they're, they're also bid in terms of what cost they can deliver these patients at in terms of the trial. The, the CROs or the centers delivering or bidding for the highest number of patients at the lowest costs are the ones that are approved and eventually uh, allowed to recruit. Normally these trials open and close within a year and then they go on for another couple of years maybe at the max after that. If it takes you a year and a half to get regulatory approval, you will not get a single clinical trial actually happening. So I think the, 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 the simplicity of the process and the smoothness of the process has to be there. And, and, and it has to be obviously the same standards that are followed anywhere else in the world, but things have to happen fast. And as I said, there was a lot of research. In fact, three or four CROs had come to Pakistan, but because of that interregnum, these centers closed. Once centers close, the knowledge is lost. Uh, you know, things move away elsewhere. Clinical trials, even of this nature, require a fair amount of capital investment because you do have to have record rooms. Most of these trials record, require the records to be stored for review by the FDA or any other major regulatory authority for you know years. Uh, you have to have sample rooms. You have to have blinding rooms where you can double blind the sample. So there is some infrastructure. Once that is lost, it takes years to get it back again. So I think this particular window right now has been lost. Let's see whether we can reopen it. Um, I think there was a third question about vaccine manufacturing. I think Usman is probably in the best position to answer that. Okay. Usman Tab, please tell us. Uh, so I, I'll just sort of try and reinforce what Usman uh, was saying uh, and uh, Tammy before him. Um, if you look at where Pakistan is today, they're sandwiched in between two of the world's largest raw material on the planet. So India and China supply the world's bulk of pharmaceutical raw. That we want Pakistan to be self-sufficient. That's a, I mean, a lot of justification. I think one of the things COVID has done is it's really exposed our inadequacies and sort of dependence on um, the outside world for certain things that we should be self-sufficient in. 
लेकिन अगर आज हमने फैसला करना है फैसला वी वी मस्ट नो कम्स एट प्राइस तो द वे इंडिया ग्रू द वे चाइना ग्रू वाज आदर थ्रू बैनिंग द इंपोर्ट ऑफ मटेरियल्स दैट वर प्रोड्यूस लोकली और बाय टैरिफ एडजस्टमेंट्स दैट अलाउड द लोकल प्रोड्यूसर टू बी कंपेटिटिव एंड इफ दैट कॉस्ट गोज अप देन दे वर विलिंग टू टेक द हिट एंड प्राइसिंग व्हिच इन आवर केस अनफॉर्चूनेटली वी डोंट डू तो वो अगेन बात थोड़ी सी उस तरह प्राइसिंग रेगुलेशन की आ जाती है हैविंग सेड दैट यू डोंट नेसेसरीली हैव टू गो टू द गो दैट रूट सो इफ यू आर इन बिटवीन फिजिकली द टू बिगेस्ट प्रोड्यूसर्स ऑन द प्लेनेट दैट्स आल्सो कंपेटिटिव एडवांटेज as a buyer of raw material you can play them against each other you can get very competitive sources of raw material in terms of price and quality and focus on your intrinsic strength which is pharmaceutical formulation and really ask you know the industry ki aapko fda approval ke liye kya kya cheeze chahiye and try and build your existing strength in pharmaceutical formulation and take it to the next level where you can be an exporter of pharmaceuticals regardless of whether they are produced from local raw materials or from indian or chinese raw materials that is largely relevant the value add chain actually is concentrated in this finish part so that could be another uh, another way to go or once it becomes truly important that uh, the other problem uh, uh, ubedullah sahab mentioned that you know draft may technical uh, improvements bahut zyada hain in terms of assessment and that is absolutely correct i mean the draft today is miles away from where it used to be but jo do areas humne nahi discuss ki thi one was pricing and the other was this uh, new molecule approvals जो कि कैबिनेट के लेवल पर फंसते हैं नॉट अ ड्राफ्ट प्रॉब्लम बट ए फेडरल गवर्नमेंट प्रॉब्लम वो ब्लॉकेज देन प्रिवेंट्स यू फ्रॉम गोइंग दी अदर रूट व्हिच इज गोइंग टू यू नो न्यू मॉलिक्यूल्स ब्रिंगिंग दोस टू पाकिस्तान हैप्स मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सम ऑफ देम हियर यू नो तो वो भी एनेबलमेंट आपको गवर्नमेंट से अनफॉर्चुनेटली चाहिए फार्मा का रेगुलेशन के अलावा कोई तीसरा प्रॉब्लम नहीं है द लास्ट थिंग आई जस्ट वेरी क्विकली मेंशन इज इज वैक्सीन्स व्हिच जुबैर अबासी हिसाब से Pakistan is perhaps the most compelling case in the world for vaccine production. We have the fourth largest birth cohort on the, on the planet. We are massive consumers of vaccine. There is no reason why uh, vaccine production here should not be done. There are companies willing to do it. Our company has, you know, made the case several times. But again, it requires that uh, sort of positive environment where the regulator is welcoming international vaccine producers, saying Pakistan is the destination for full finished capacity. और उधर भी गवर्नमेंट का रोल एज ए परचेसर आता है बिकॉज अनफॉर्चुनेटली वैक्सीन इज नॉट अ प्राइवेट मार्केट बींग पब्लिक हेल्थ गुड जहाँ भी वैक्सीन प्रोडक्शन होती है इट्स ड्रिवन बाय गवर्नमेंट बाय बैक कमिटमेंट्स सो टूडे एट द्लानिंग कमीशन देर इज अ डिस्कशन सेमिटमेंट टू बाय वैक्सीन पाकिस्तान प्रोवाइडेड दे आर प्रोड्यूस टू अटन क्वालिटी एक दफा अग्रीमेंट तीन पार्टीज के बीच में हो जाएगी क्या आप कहता है फाइनली लग रहा है कि मार्केट तो बनी कोई नहीं तो रेगुलेटर साहब मार्केट बनाएंगे कि नहीं बताइए देखिए जी मैं बड़ा कैंडिड ओपिनियन अपना आपसे शेयर करूंगा जो छह क्वेश्चंस हुए हैं सबसे पहले देयर वाज अ पर्सन साइमा आफाक तो आई हैव ऑलरेडी शेयर्ड द लिंक जो कि रूल्स जिसके अंडर क्लिनिकल ट्रायल होते हैं इन द चैट बॉक्स एज वेल इट इज अगर वो क्लिनिकल ट्रायल रूल्स करने सर्च कर रहे होंगे तो प्रोबेबली वो नहीं मांग these are the bio study rules 2017 and these are very much available on the draft website not sir rules are available rather proceedings of all the meetings jo ki clinical related trial related hai wo tamam 
हमारी वेबसाइट पे अवेलेबल है जस्ट गो एंड सर्च इन दर्मेसी सर्विसेज डिविजन इट्स वेरी मच देयर यहाँ पे एक चीज में और आपसे शेयर करना चाहूँ वी आर विथ moving towards the transparency visibility that's the motto of draft right now all the rules regulations are on the website at the same time all the decisions all the minutes of the meeting jo ko licensing ki hai registration ki hai all these are available on the website of draft so agar hum ye koi ye kehta hai ki draft ki cheezein chupi hui hain it's not like that everything is visible मैंने एक वर्ड यूज किया जो कि हमारे तीन पार्टिसिपेंट्स ने आइडेंटिफाई किया इंट्रेंसिक फैक्टर एंड एक्सट्रेंसिक फैक्टर डेफिनेटली हर इदारा जब कोई काम करता है तो वी डोंट वर्क इन आइसोलेशन वी आर पास्ट एंड पार्ट एंड पार्सल एंड ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट ऑफ पाकिस्तान ड्राफ्ट कांट टेक डिसीजंस एट इट्स ओन सो एक डिसीजन मेकिंग ड्राफ्ट के अंदर है और एक डिसीजन मेकिंग आउटसाइड ड्राफ्ट है हम जितनी भी चीजें अभी तक डिस्कस कर रहे हैं इसमें कंप्लाइंस टू द जीएमपी इज द डिसीजन मेकिंग बाय द ड्राफ्ट एडॉप्शन ऑफ इंटरनेशनल रेगुलेशन इज द डिसीजन ऑफ द ड्राफ्ट एंड आई एम वेरी मच क्लियर एंड उस्मान साहब एंड अदर पैनलिस्ट हैव आल्सो कंफर्म दैट वी आर ऑन दैट वेरी ट्रैक ऑफ इंटरनेशनल एडॉप्टेड रेगुलेशन जो चीज एक्सट्रेंसिक फैक्टर है दैट इज नॉट इन द कंट्रोल ऑफ ड्राफ्ट वो है लाइक प्राइसिंग पॉलिसी टू बी फ्रेम बाय द गवर्नमेंट वो गवर्नमेंट उस पे काम कर रही है कुछ अपॉइंटमेंट्स होनी है अब इसी तरीके से हमारी बड़ी क्लियर है कैडेट बाग कोई टैरिफ प्रोटेक्शन की नाउ इट्स नॉट द ड्राफ्ट टू डिसाइड द टैरिफ इट इज द एफबीआर एंड फॉर्मर्स एंड दैट वेरी डिवीजन उस्मान ने बात की बायबैक गारंटी की नाउ अब वैक्सीन मैन्युफैक्चरिंग इज वन थिंग एंड उसमें रेगुलेशंस एंड तमाम चीज ड्राफ्ट के एंड पे है बट बायबैक गारंटी इज नॉट द वर्क ऑफ ड्राफ्ट अगर हम चीजों को आइसोलेशन में देखेंगे देन वी कॉन्ट मूव फर्दर माई मैसेज फॉर ऑल ऑफ अर्स इंक्लूडिंग इंडस्ट्री एज वेल दैट वी शुड वर्क इन हॉर्मनी इन कोऑर्डिनेशन विद द स्टेक होल्डर्स एंड विद द गवर्नमेंट अदर गवर्नमेंट डिपार्टमेंट्स मुल्क तो हम सब लोगों का है ना दवाई हम सब लोगों ने खानी है सिर्फ ड्राइफ के लोगों ने अप्रूवल दे के नहीं एक मोटो हमारा है ये हम उस दवाई की अप्रूवल दें जो हम खुद खा सकें जो हमारे बच्चे भी खा सकें एंड वी आर वर्किंग ऑन दैट अगर हम ये कहें कि 2012 में वी केम इनटू एग्जिस्टेंस और आठ सालों में ड्राफ्ट ने कोई मेरेकल कर दिया है तो कतन मैं ऐसी बात नहीं करूंगा बट एक नेशनल सिनेरियो में रहते हुए हमें सबको ये एनालाइज करना है रियलाइज करना है कि हम एक ऐसे मुल्क में रह रहे हैं जहां पर चीजें कनेक्टेड है आइसोलेशन में काम नहीं किया जा सकता बात कोई सेंट्रल रिसर्च फंड की मैं बिल्कुल इतनी बात पे आज भी वही करूंगा अभी जो बात हुई कि बिफोर जो ड्राफ्ट का था दैट इज इन द फेडरल गवर्नमेंट चिटी जब ड्राफ्ट डेफिनेटली अब वी आर कंटिन्यूसली फॉलोइंग लेकिन अभी तक हमें वो चीज नहीं मिल सकी हमें ड्राफ्ट को जो इस वक्त आगे आके जिन चीजों में काम करने की जरूरत है अगर मैं आउटलाइन करूं तो तीन चीजें हैं वन फुली ऑटोमेशन एंड दैट वी आर वर्किंग Right now, we are working with United States Pharmacopeia on a project that is the Integrated Regulatory Information Management System. Now we are in the pilot phase, or hopefully within three to four months we will be able to launch. And जो बात एक बशीर साब ने की कि when a applicant कोई चीज apply करता है and that applicant को draft में आने की जरूरत नहीं होनी चाहिए. We do hope that after six months 
वी विल बी इन पोजीशन कि हम ऑनलाइन एप्लीकेशन एप्लीकेट हमें देगा एंड वी विल बी एबल कि आप हम उसको एक जो उसका स्टेटस है और इंफॉर्मेशन उसको हम कम्युनिकेट करेंगे इसी तरीके से बात हुई क्लिनिकल ट्रायल की बिल्कुल इट इज ए राइट नाउ ऑल दो के सलमान साहब इज सेइंग के 2007 8 9 वाज एन इरा आई एम स्टिल सेइंग के वी हैव नॉट लॉस्ट द बैटल क्लिनिकल ट्रायल इज वेरी मच नीडेड इन द वर्ल्ड एंड पाकिस्तान के अब अनफॉर्चूनेटली आफ्टर द ट्रैप बायो स्टडी रूल्स बनाने में शायद हमें 2 साल लगे डिफरेंट फोरम से हमें अप्रूवल रिक्वायर्ड होती है अगेन ट्रैप्स रोल is only for the grant of approval it is the medical fraternity jisne clinical trial ko mulk mein conduct karna hai ab wo ek draft ka preview nahi hai ki ek medical evolution ko samne le aaye aakhan shokat khanam shifa international aur kuch aur isi tarike se university of health sciences lahore wo isme kaam kar rahe hain again ek hamara parallel body hai jisko pakistan health research council kehte hain जो कि क्लिनिकल ट्रायल को ड्रैफ्ट के साथ कोऑर्डिनेशन में करते हैं और हम इसके अगेन मैं पास्ट में नहीं जाना चाह रहा कि एक साल अप्रूवल में लग गया होगा डेफिनेटली लगा होगा बट नाउ स्नेरियो इज नॉट दैट वेरी मच हमारे अप्रूवल्स की मीटिंग्स जस्ट जो लिंक मैंने शेयर किया है जस्ट गो एंड सी कि हाउ फ्रीक्वेंट क्लिनिकल स्टडी मीटिंग्स आर कंडक्टेड एक चीज इंपॉर्टेंट है इसमें इसमें जो रेगुलेशंस हैं वो इंटरनेशनल रेगुलेशन है हम कहीं पे ऐसा कोई क्लिनिकल ट्रायल अप्रूव ना हो जो पूरी दुनिया में ना हो और देन एवरीवन विल बी सेइंग कि पाकिस्तान इज अपना बनाना रिपब्लिक कि पाकिस्तान की रेगुलेशंस हर तरह के क्लिनिकल ट्रायल को परमिट कर देती हैं बिकॉज़ हमारा जो जो मीडिया है वो टाइम एंड अगेन और हमें कहीं पे ये बात सुनने को ना मिले कि पाकिस्तान की कौन पाकिस्तान के लोग को गिनीपिक तो नहीं है कि वो क्लिनिकल ट्रायल जो दुनिया में नहीं हो रहा हम उसकी अप्रूवल दे रहे हैं तो वी आर वेरी मच क्लियर कि हमने किस तरीके से आगे मूव करना है or definitely we are still uh, not a mature uh, mature ka adult regulatory authority we are hamari jo age hai 8 years hai hame jab bhi discussion kare to in cheezon ko samne rakhte hue chalna ek baat abdullah israr sahab ne ki ke health economics ki agar hum apna pricing model dekhe jo ke tamam jo ke hamara world health organization ke pricing model pe depend karta hai there are two ways to determine the price of any drug one is the price fixation for every drug every drug for the every company and another pricing model is a reference pricing we are we have draft has adopted rather federal government has adopted pricing policy for the reference pricing jo ki region mein hoti hai ek definitely we we don't go for price fixation of every company every molecule every drug rather it is the two prices one is for the innovator and another one is for the generic drug based on the pricing of the reference country and it's very much there uh, uh, in the pricing policy and i think hamare jitne bhi stakeholders hain they are quite comfortable with this model of the pricing because it in this model is based on the transparency and visibility discretion of the regulator is very minimum anyhow hmm. so it was all about uh, from my side with this commitment कि आज का जो टेक होम एटलीस्ट ट्रैप के लिए है वो डेफिनेटली वी विल फॉलो एंड थ्री मेन चीजें जो हमने डेफिनेटली ऑलरेडी वी आर वर्किंग एंड विल फर्दर स्ट्रेंथन आवर सेल्स दैट इज द ऑटोमेशन एंड मिनिमम डिस्क्रिप्शन एंड थर्ड वन इज द ट्रांसपेरेंसी एंड विजिबिलिटी इन आवर डिसीजन मेकिंग वी आर ऑलरेडी वर्किंग ऑन दिस कांसेप्ट एंड डेफिनेटली इट विल बी फर्दर इंप्रूव विद द 
suggestion of all our participants and panelists as well. Thank you. Nadeem, before you, uh, anything, I'd just Please. like to add one thing here. And I think that one of the most important things for the draft is that it should actually become what it should be. And that is an autonomous body. Uh, it is not an autonomous body at the moment. And it, ha it is, uh, you know, there are political dictates which prevent it from doing its job as well. Uh, a case in point being uh, the imports that are stuck at the ports today, from, which have come from India. Uh, the government, the federal government, the cabinet, nobody has to uh, prove anything. It is an officer of the draft who has to issue an NOC and that's it. And none of, as I said earlier, none of these items are banned, but it's not being done. And we know that it's a political consideration. So until this body is autonomous and independent and is allowed to function, uh, you know, we will continue to have problems. There will always be firefighting. Uh, so we, we really need to look at a way of moving forward. Uh, the other thing I think Dr. Abed, uh, you know, which I, is important for everybody here is that we, we really need to be honest about our capacity and capabilities and the draft's capacity and capabilities as well. So um, as Salman Bani Saab said and uh, Osman Bozid, we talked about the whole issue of how we've lost so many clinical trials because we've just not acted fast enough. We do not act timely. And unless we act timely, we cannot grow and we're not going to progress. So, I mean, that's my final comment. Okay, great. Anybody else, folks? If not, great, wonderful. We've had a lovely seminar as always. Unfortunately, I mean, I Jay, go ahead. Jay, I'd like to remind one Jay, that you did at the beginning. I think what you're hearing is uh, challenges and that it's an authority without an authority. Ultimately, it's the federal government, the cabinet, where a lot of things get stuck. So we're putting the, back, uh, the ball firmly back in your court. Uh, I just looked at the draft webinar, uh, sorry, website, and I downloaded a document that the ECC, last ECC from ECC, took decisions that were 50 pages in, um, in long. Every little company, messes so and so, messes so and so, quick decision. If you run a government like that, I'm sorry, you can't function in the modern economy. And unfortunately, we've been over this again and again and again and again and again and again with many people. And we'll, go to, we'll continue to do it. We're not giving up. We'll do this thing 10 times over, 20 times over, because people just seem, don't seem to understand. And especially you people with the money don't seem to understand how badly governed we are. And Abedullah Sahib, I have sympathy with him. I've been in the government myself. There is no coordination in the government at all. Everything keeps going up and up and up. Files keep going up and up and up and back and forth and back and forth. It's file and file, file, file and file, and that's it. And it's sad that in the 21st century, 2020, we are not able to configure a government system we are pushing very hard in terms with our research, with our voice, whatever we can do. But I think it's incumbent on all of us to tell the government, tell ourselves, forget the government, ourselves, that we are in the 21st century. Our business models, our government processes, everything has to come in the 21st century. And I don't, I don't mean to put the blame on the government only. I put the blame on all of us. When I go to my friends who are businessmen, I look at their business and I almost puke because they're still sitting in the, in, the, in the 19th century. There is no professional management anywhere. We've talked about it. There's no financial management anywhere. We've talked about it. 
We've talked about HRM, we've talked about a lot of things, and we'll continue to do so. We'll continue to expose the lack of thought in Pakistan. And I'll tell my uh, synthesis is, folks, let's all begin to think. Thank you very much. Wonderful. We'll do this again. Hopefully, somewhere we'll gain traction. Thank you. Bye-bye. All the best. And I agree with you, Osman Sab. I know that everybody goes to Islamabad every day. When I used to take the 8 o'clock morning flight in Islam, to Islamabad from Lahore, all the business people that were there, I said, ah, yeah, this is the rent-seeking express, right? So let's all go to Islamabad and see. And that's you, have, you, have to, you have to stop using language like rent-seeking, monopoly. People are going to Islamabad, at least we are going to Islamabad, to get the most basic things done so that, you know, you can get your blood pressure medicine tomorrow. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. But that's part of the game. That's part of the game. Okay. Thank you. I agree with you. It should not be. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I agree with you. Let's stop this. We are trying very hard to try. Yeah. And but I think that we have to also mind the language we use because, you know, Rent-seeking is, is a very derogatory term. And, you know, well, it, to... uh, I'm afraid it happens in industry. We can't ignore it. Absolutely. I'm afraid the sugar report is there. The IP... IP we're talking pharma here. No, but hang, hang on. Should we... on this okay. And these kind of comments do not go down well. Okay. So, you know, so... we need to be a little careful with the language. Okay, fair enough. So we should yeah. ignore the sugar report. We should ignore the IPP report. We should ignore the auto sector. We should ignore the fertilizer sector. Okay. Do a webinar on those, but when we're talking farmer, let's let's talk. We will. We will talk. We will talk about industry. Today, hundred rupees a kilo. It was seventy a few days ago. It's hundred rupees now, and sugar goes into farmer products, but we're not going to get a price increase. Okay, fair enough. But yes, we are talking about rent seeking because it exists in our country in a big way. And we cannot stop talking about it. So thank you very much, all of you. Enjoy. We shall do it again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.